0: Hey, this is Lisa
1: Stevens, president of the Star Wars Official Fan Club, and you're listening to Star Wars On Direct.
2: This station is being brought to you via Nolsoff's Shoutcast streaming technology. For more information, visit shoutcast, shoutcast.com.
3: Go that way. You'll be
4: malfunctioning within a day, you know, that, it's a scrap pile. Good <laughs> day,
2: TV. The following program is intended for mature audiences. Are
4: you
1: stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy looking nerd! You tell that slimy piece of worm-ridden filth, they'll get no such pleasure from us!
2: Parental discretion is advised. Star Wars Indirect
5: is brought to you by SimpleNet. With SimpleNet, obtain a low-cost advertising for your company or, quite simply, a space to put your personal website online. Join us at www.simple-net.ca.
2: Communications. communications disruption can mean only one thing. Here they come. The coordinates the pulling us
4: in. You may fire when ready.
0: Commence primary ignition.
6: And welcome to Star Wars on Direct on this uh, wonderful edition of uh, Super Bowl Sunday, February 5th, 2006. Who's playing again tonight? The Seahawks. Steelers. S- s- Steelers against it's the Seahawks. Seahawks? Yeah. Yes. Seahawk. What, what the hell is that? It's like a big bird that flies into the sea or something.
3: Yes, Sebastian. Sounds
7: right.
6: Okay. For once, I might be right. What do you want to do? Of course, tonight I'm joined by uh, Brian and Audrey, Hello. who's Hello. uh. I think we're going to have to put your headphones back on your head, even though you're not hearing anything tonight, because we got some special guests, and you know, because it's Super Bowl Friday, uh, Sunday, and there really was no one who wanted to come on the show, so we had to go with the like 34th backup plan, and <laughs> we went with the guys who are planning on doing a wonderful uh, movie. It's uh, going to be, of course, a fan film on Star Wars. It's going to be called Troopers, the other side of the story. And we're going to go on more details on that later on during the show. But right now, because we know you're out there and you're listening to us and you're going to have tons of questions about what the heck is that Trooper fan film thing that's coming up, uh,
3: Brian's going to tell you how you can contact us. You can contact us by email at studio at com. You can get to our chat, uh, chat with us live. You can... Check us out eventually on the webcam. You can listen to us live. You can check out our blog. You can get to our Star Wars on Direct message board, all on the main page, which is www.swendirect.com. You can also reach us on MSM Messenger at swendirect at hotmail.com. So, Sebastian, that's um, that's a lot of information. Yes, and if uh, they yeah. want to call us, or we, we want, you, they want us to call, call them. them they have to, you know, send them uh, their telephone number, their
6: telephone number yeah. to us, either by email or by MSN. MSN. It's really up to them. And uh, right now, I'm going to tell uh, our friend Arnie and Marjorie that I need their phone number back because uh, tonight, well, ladies and gentlemen, we are on a brand new. You know, studio setup On my laptop I got a brand new hard disk With more space Some more mp3 Some more music Some more stuff And I'm sure it's going to be make make everybody happy uh, Except, of course, the few uh, listeners who were live And waited like an extra ten minutes before we began I'm sorry I'm really sorry I started setting up at two o'clock this afternoon It should have been ready I'm sorry But it wasn't And it's still not Because we don't have a webcam But I'm going to I'm try and fix that While my colleagues are going to do their, you know, wonderful like nice. news and, uh, of course, um what else? Everything's there, the phone's there, the sound card's there, it's still holding up, even though it's like a brand new setup. So we're really happy. And, uh, I just want to tell you that uh, that's it. We're gonna be, uh, doing the, uh, the studio check tonight. So if anything is wrong, if you hear this, the, s- the, if the sound isn't too good, just let us know by, let, let me know, let Brian know by MSN, actually.
3: Let Brian know by MSN. Oh, he doesn't, he's not. I'm underscore R-A-Y At Hotmail.com Or by AIM At K-I-T-F-I-S-T-0-J-C Alright And uh, I want to thank Danny
6: For sending us those wonderful Execute Order 69 t-shirts That uh, our guests really just can't So I'm going to turn around there That they can see the beautiful (laughs) True Pet And of course you can get those t-shirts On the Star Wars on Direct uh, website store So uh, just go to the official website Of Star Wars on Direct have some fun uh, strolling around there and uh, check out the, the shop on Cafe Press, and uh, you can order those uh, wonderful t shirts that are coming in to replace the Ride That Jedi t shirt. And it was the last time I referred to that thing. I promise. Hope so. So, uh, Brian, anything interesting happened
3: in your life this week? I watched TV Battlestar and Stargate. Stargate sucked. Atlantis was good. Oh, yeah. So was Battlestar. Better than last week. Belfar was really, really good and better than last week. I, I, I love me some Battlestar.
6: All right then. I think about it all the time. <laughs> not as much as Adria though. And uh, what about you?
7: Well, you know, this week was my birthday, so I got spoiled by some friends. It
6: was your birthday. It
7: was my birthday.
6: It yeah. was your birthday. I'm well, happy older. birthday! Can't
7: you see all the grays coming in? Nope. Sort of, kind of. No, nope, not really. No, oh, at all. Well, that's good. That's the right answer. Absolutely <laughs> not at all. No, um, actually, uh, a couple of my friends from Australia really spoilt me rotten. Um, the fan force sent me a now really wonderful. That's it. Would that shirt would that have anything to do with that, 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 that
6: wonderful <laughs> SAF uh, yep, South Australian, South Australian, Australian fan, fan force? force. Yeah, so and she's got her name on it.
7: Officially an honorary member now. See, see, <laughs> we got like
6: those cafe press t-shirt with like faded colors. <laughs> And she gets, like, the nice picture. hot polo that says <laughs> SAF and with her name it's on it. Sexy. like
7: sexy. <laughs> Man, dude, you're
6: going to have to, you know, you're going to have to invest in the show now. And
7: that's it. <laughs> and then on top of it, um, the XCR from uh, Australia sent me a really nice bracelet. See, we're both Kip fans. And okay. at Christmas time, I sent her a bracelet. And now she's gone and sent me one. And on the front, it's inscribed goddess. Mm-hmm. And on the back, it says Kip's lady. And... I'm just so happy with it. (laughs) Brian's giving me these eyes. (laughs) So, well, it was a very, very, very nice birthday. I had a great time. Happy birthday. Of course. Sebastian took me wrestling last night for the first time. (laughs) How did you enjoy your experience? It was really interesting. It was a lot of fun, actually. I had a great time, and I'd like to go again
6: well we might actually be going back uh maybe not in 2 weeks that's that's when their next show is happening it's the local wrestling association and uh we'll be we might actually be going back in may for those of you in uh in the montreal re- uh, region you might just want to drop by and uh, we'll keep you updated on that and uh, right now i want uh, i want to say that uh, we'll keep you updated on like more things in the community update And tonight we got a bundle of prizes to raffle during the show because we got great guests and no Super Bowl. I want my chicken wings. I really miss my chicken wings. Why do you want chicken wings? I don't know. It's like it's, it's like this tradition. Y- yeah, that's right. Look at my belly. Make me feel <laughs> self guilty. <laughs> <What are you laughs> oh, I don't even need to say anything anymore. You just look like you're guilty. Too many, too many wings already, man you got to stub the wings.
3: You, you, know, you know my friend Eric, right? One of my yeah, best so friends, Eric? Yeah. He, he, one night, he was sitting on the floor with his dog. and He, he gave us this whole speech about how his dog couldn't eat anymore because she was too fat. So he's sitting there. He's got a big bag of pretzels. And he's piling pretzels into his mouth. In between bites, he's like, Now, nah, no, you can't have any. You're too fat.
6: You eat too much. See, that's when that's when you float a mirror right above him.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so funny. I, I just looked at my friend Kim. We just we, are we gonna say anything? Like
6: should, should like, we say? anything? Should we say anything? <laughs> that's it. That's the question. All right. Well, uh, if there's uh, if there's anything, is uh, anyone else No? Okay, that's what I thought. So, uh, dear Goddess Kip Lady Yes. Who is uh, in the chat with us right now tonight?
7: In the chat right now we have Arnie1, we have the host, we have Delos, Ekasra, Gambler, myself... Uh no, someone Ryan. came on to MSN! Oh no, I can't see! <laughs> <laughs> Lunatic, Rogue6, Skylever, and sakatai
6: Hey, hi everybody! <laughs> and uh, to all those of you who are not in the chat right now, it's uh, the right time to join us. And of course if you have any questions for tonight's guest... And that's regarding uh, making a fan film or whatever. just go into my room one and drop your questions over there. All right, well, I can feel the need for m- information coming to me. Brian, you think you can feel that need? Because there's so many things you fill can you up, baby you can fill me up. Well, well let's, let's go.
0: Master Pisto.
3: Trust your insight, we do. Welcome to Miscellaneous News for this Sunday, 5th of February, 2006.
6: Six, 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 six. Yeah, okay, I'll put the effects the, the eventually. Yeah, you, know. you
3: should, dumbass. One time. So, um, the 78th Annual Academy Awards have been put out, um well not the awards, the nominees. And Star Wars is nominated in everything and will win everything. No, I'm <laughs> wrong. Sorry. Um they've been nominated for not for visual effects, not for sound, not for editing, not for anything that they you know that's really cool, but for makeup. Just for makeup. Because We've been nominated for makeup? And Lord of the Ring won eleven awards? Star Wars, you could say, has already won all of its awards, <coughs> no. So the Academy is a biased thing, and it's kind of shitty and crappy, and not really worth it. damn. Um, so, also, there was, you know, they picked up this nomination, and they made a mistake in the nomination. Um, makeup artist Annette Miles wasn't nominated with it properly, so she was... Put out and not 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 properly nominated and she also worked on chronicles of Narnia and was again snubbed because Narnia is also nominated in the makeup category I don't know well they did a good job of makeup actually makeup such a strange thing like it's up against Cinderella man like Cinderella man was there a lot of makeup I didn't see
6: it in Cinderella man
3: it was it was
6: I didn't see it either but Probably I guess Boxing But you had to put on the sweat You know
3: The Pearl of Sweats Had to be just Rightfully placed And all that And they had to move And they had to put A little animatronics In the sweat Yeah that's it Because then when they Reset the scene They needed to push them back
6: Yeah And you don't see it But you know There's some like bloopers Into each and every droplets You know There's like parts of Other movies it's, Like Million Dollar Babies In there somewhere And you know Other stuff like that But they're never Going to show you that But That's a true side
3: the true understory, yeah. Uh, yes, I I've actually voting this year. My store is voting.
6: You're voting, yeah. All right, they so can send me stuff, such as such as people should be voting for us. No, 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 um,
3: no, 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 no. I'm saying that people should send me stuff so that I vote for Star. Wars, vote for your stuffs. your okay. movie. So just you know, send an email. Send you my address. Just any kind of. Um, what is the proper term? Gifts? Bribe? Bri- I'm not gonna say bribe. <laughs> they're not bribe, they're just... They're gifts. They're gifts.
6: Souvenirs. That Brian will enjoy very, very much by himself. Well, if I get anything from Lucasfilm. Oh my god.
3: <laughs> I don't think they engage in such practices. Hey, you might be surprised. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think they're desperate enough for that. No, though. it doesn't really... Ma- the, the reason why Lucasfilm doesn't get any awards is because they don't give a shit. Yeah, about said Hollywood. They don't da- give a damn. Y-
6: you know why? Because they're already up there. Exactly. They don't they need, don't need Hollywood, Hollywood
3: to tell them that they're up there already. So Exactly. So, um... Also, the official site has put out um, cover art for the, newest, the new uh, chronology that's mm-hmm. coming out in Japan. So it's really cool alternative So You can go check that out on the link. On the official site, I put a link in the chat. And... Uh, you can go check that out. Also, in miniatures news, um, got some champs in the Force news. There's going to be a Hoth Trooper with an Atgard. An Atgard uh, defensive station, a little satellite thing. Oh, that's cool. It's very cool. Um, there's going to be a, sn- a uh, Snow Trooper with an E-Web Blaster. It's fucking awesome. If you've, you've, there have been an E-Web Blasters in the... Uh, all the Missions Guide previously, and they have kicked ass. There's also going to be a Snowtrooper, uh, sorry, a Sand Trooper, released. How is that? To complement the Snowtrooper that was released in the first set. Hmm. What do you That's know? Very cool. Also, there's going to be lots of Knights of the Old Republic, and there will be Republic Commandos. Sebastian. <coughs> that was my head popping out. Okay, cool. So I'm really, really happy. <laughs> also, there will be Massassi Warriors... To compliment Exarchon. <laughs> 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 but unfortunately, Sebastian, I'm going to have to burst your bubble. No. No, you not it, 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 won't, it won't be coming out until June, rumored.
6: Damn.
3: Damn. Well, it gives you more time to save up. Yep,
6: that's right. I'm going to be able to, like, pay servers and all that, and yep. everybody will be happy because we'll be staying on the air.
3: Also, the Bounty Hunters series is rumored to have a Basilisk war droid with a Mandalorian on the cover or one of, the, of one of the boosters and also the um, a desert skiff on another one well wow. and the Snow Speeder has been officially confirmed to be in Bounty Hunters it's no longer a rumor is officially true so we've got lots of really cool and also the Endor Pack is coming out in the next few weeks. It's not sure if it's going to be. It's probably going to be in two weeks on the uh, 17th of February. And then, of course, it's going to have a new, ma- new four new maps, an ATST, uh, sorry, yeah, an ATST, and uh, two storms, and a scout. Now, some really interesting new news is the Star Wars comic set 100 years. After the Legacy of the Force books, so it's there's a uh, teaser image that you can go check out on was on the uh, Dark Horse board. It says set hundred year hundred years beyond everything you know about Star Wars, Star Wars Legacy, the all new Sith Order, all new Empire, all new Skywalker. Now, all new Sith Order pisses me off. All new Empire pisses me off, and an all new Skywalker pisses me off. I've just so is started. there anything not
6: pissing you off this week,
3: Brian? Um, no, I liked everything else. I don't like this. So, Legacy Number 0 will be uh, shipping in May at 25 cents. It will serve as a primer for all sorts of characters and settings in the Legacy of the ongoing series, which begins the following month. Rather than an actual comic story, Number 0 will be your handbook for a wilder, wilder new galaxy. Ugh. Where to start with this? Where to start with this? So discouraging. They've made this new Skywalker a outcast to the Jedi Order he has refuted everything that his ancestors or previous skywalkers have done uh, he's just a stupid bounty hunter he's got you know big tattoos and he's stupid looking <sighs> why are you doing this why are you going to fuck a hundred years around later in the comic books? is the comic books for you. There you go. I'm just not gonna read them. You can go read all the information in the chat. Alright. Some people are very excited, like Arnie was saying. Previous, just before the show, he's very excited about this, but I am not looking forward to this at all. Cancel the series before it starts, please. That's all I have to say. They're already canceling a series just to start this one.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Cancel them all, I don't care. No... These bo- these they're graphic they're not that <laughs> great. The books have never the comic books have never been that great. Those graphic novels are good in their own ways, Brian. Dark Empire. Okay, go on. <laughs>
7: it was better in audiobook than in the graphic novelization. <laughs> I know. Are, are you
3: going to go on then? I, I'm not going. I'm now. not going to riff on your, your tales of Jedi. I know you love them on now, and they're good stories. But <laughs> the other stuff is really iffy. I told you to go on. <laughs> so there have been a lot of um, real books. Oh, yeah, like Outbound the, Flight. Like Outbound Flight came out. Which is officially on our website right now. Yeah, which officially is officially Tuesday, but we had already had it. Um, there's been pushbacks. Uh, Corsican Nights, number one, July Twilight, um, has been pushed back till 2008, apparently. And the Star Wars Death Star novel by Steve Perry, a hardcover, is being you know pushed up as opposed to pushed back so oh. that in the place of uh, <laughs> Coruscant Knights. Exactly. So it's going to be in 2007. Um, LucasArts in Video Games News has DICE now decided to announce that uh, the Empire at War has officially gone gold for the PC and will be going on sale February 16th. Um, Force.net interviewed the uh, Empire at War developers, so you can go check that out on their site. And I will be... Cash uh, will be posting the link after the show. Um, there will be official details... Um, on the the saga number 21 Scorch of the Republic Commander figures. Link will be placed in the forums. A lot of very interesting news. And um, the Friday night publish number 27 was put on the test server after weeks of waiting and it is estimated that it will be put on the live server sometime during the next weeks. And that was Galaxies. Um, Sony's has announced the new server status. Uh, Only about 10,000 players played during prime time. This is only one tenth of the population before the combat upgrade. And back in April, the Bria server, the biggest one, has a uh, population averaging 3,000 a night, as uh, a night, and only has 700 at Friday prime time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Radiant server, the smallest pop- populated server, uh, which has a population averaging about 700 to 1,000 a night, has only 200 players left at Friday prime time. IGN has told TFN that LucasArts is in, it will indeed publish a sequel to the LEGO Star Wars. It's very cool, and it will probably be a game based on the original trilogy. And official announcements will be hitting the media circles soon. So that's it for the miscellaneous news.
6: All right. Well, now's the time, of course, like every week. Uh, oh, there it is. New knew it, there was going to be something. Ah, well. You know what? We'll just have to improvise on this one. I'm sorry, man. Uh, But right now we're going to go into our fan audio news with our dear friend, Audrey, right after this.
1: StarWarsFanWorks.com The home of Star Wars Fan Audio on the Internet. It's your home for Star Wars Fan Audio Genre News, a comprehensive catalog of fan-made Star Wars radio shows, parody tales, and serious audio dramas. With behind-the-scenes features, a message board, reviews, tutorials, convention coverage, an internet movie database-style directory of the entire Star Wars fan audio community, and the only fan audio community-recognized Star Wars Fan Audio Academy Awards held each year. StarWarsFanWorks.com. Fandom has a whole new sound.
7: Okay, well, fan audio news is uh, starting February with a bang. Chrono Radio number 25, entitled At the Movies, has been released. This episode features a segment on the parallels between Star Wars and Firefly Serenity with Michael Glasso, a segment on Star Wars actors' careers outside of Star Wars with Matt Lowen, plus the start of this year's new featurette series. Fan Audio Made Easy returns with its 13th lesson, featuring the second part of a three-part voice acting tutorial by Brian Patrick Stoyle. In the beginning returns, in its second special edition, a look at Jar Jar Binks, entitled Rumblin', Stumblin', Bumblin', with, ga- with guest Matt Lohan.
6: So there's going to be a lot of stumbling.
7: Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and stumbling and bumblin'. Yeah. The Hyperspace AudioCast has released their second and third parts of the sterilized... sorry, serialized fun series on StarWars.com. Uh, the series is available to Hyperspace members only. Star Wars FM returns with a brand new film commentary, this time for the film version of Andrew Lloyd Webber's The Phantom of the Opera. Star Wars Action News continues its weekly release schedule with this week's SWAN number 23. SWAN has undergone a slight format change. As of this episode, hosts Arnie and Marjorie are being joined by a new regular correspondent, Jacob Conkling. Be sure to check out SWAN to hear this new entry into the fan audio community. Centerpoint Arcade returns with its fourth episode, brought to you by Eric Ulp, entitled RTS Forever. The Jedi Council Speaks returns with its third new episode, featuring a look at Attack of the Clones. Requiem of the Outcast returns with Rich Siegfried and Earl Newton in what they are dubbing the Free Flow episode. The FanWorks Fan Audio Award voting is complete. Public voting in the 2006 Star Wars FanWorks Fan Audio Awards has now officially concluded. We will stay tuned for the upcoming special awards show episode of Robbie Chastin's Star Wars and Beyond that will not only cover and announce the awards but will also be the first episode with Swab's new co host, Brian Patrick Stoyle. The episode is currently scheduled to be released later this month.
6: Alright. Hey you know what else? What else? Mayelle is joined the Star Wars on the Rec crew. <laughs>
7: Yeah, but <laughs> how can I report about myself?
6: Come on. <laughs> I'm <Hey>. the noob. <laughs> hey, you're the goddess. Don't a- don't ask me that. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to go listen to a very short uh, little promo from our sponsors, and we'll be right back with Arnie and Marjorie.
5: Every collector deserves the best. That's why our main goal at Federation Toys is to guarantee the highest quality items for the lowest prices. Yes, of course. Come buy Federation Toys for Star Wars collectibles. Satisfaction sure. guaranteed. Yeah. Yes, Vice Roy. Roger, Roger. All Star Wars and listeners will
3: get a 5% discount on their purchases.
1: This is Marjorie. And this is Arnie. We're the hosts of Star Wars Action News. Star Wars Collecting Podcast and you are
6: listening to Star Wars Under Act. And welcome back to Star Wars Under Act on this February 5th edition of the Super Bowl Sunday and we're live with uh, Arnie and Marjorie How are you guys?
1: Hey, you're, you're making us stop watching the game.
6: Oh, okay, but that's it. I
1: don't even know what time it's on. So. It, if the We is <laughs> playing, we don't, we don't follow.
6: I think kickoff just occurred, but I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, so. hey, before we go on, I just want to say that today I was at Walmart because I was looking for boots. I know, weird place. But um, I tumbled upon the uh, Star Wars Transformers. They're so small. What I are you talking they, about? I thought they were so much bigger than that.
1: They're pretty tiny for the... Uh, $20 US and what are they up there? 25.
6: Actually, they're just 20 bucks here too. Oh. <laughs> I saw a well, I need to come up there to buy them. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty okay, but I'm like, wow, what's the what's the big thing? But all right.
1: Well, if you want a bigger one, they're coming out with a deluxe two-pack that's Han and Chewbacca that form together to make the Millennium Falcon. But they look really ridiculous. A lot of people on our forums at review com have said it looks like Chewbacca's wearing a sombrero because he's got the engine (laughs) over his head.
6: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's good. Okay, and might I add that on and Chewie getting together to form the Falcon. Why wouldn't it be like Han and Leia? That screams wrong in my head.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting fan fiction in the making. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I think Han and Leia would get together to form one of the children. Maybe Jason. I don't think the Falcon.
6: Yeah, it's... Oh, that... ah oh, so wrong. Okay, and w- is there anything else that they're coming up? Is there going to be like Luke and an Ewok or something?
1: Um, they're <laughs> repainting the... Obi-Wan starship To make an Anakin starship And because the likeness Doesn't really matter It's going to be The exact same robot Just yellow instead of red Okay And they're doing A few others I'm not quite sure Of the entire list Off the top of my head To be honest I'm getting really Disenchanted with that line But you're probably Still going to buy them Oh I am going to Still buy them I'm just not going to Like them
6: <laughs> I thought you you Promised yourself That you were not Going to buy stuff You didn't like this year
3: Damn isn't this like signs of an addiction
6: (laughs) see I am listening to you when you talk (laughs) and what else
1: well this week turned out to be the week of Gwagon because he's getting a bust from Gentle Giant and a Master Replica Saber finally is he yes they're both very nice the bust I have to say is the best human likeness I've seen
6: oh that's great
1: They even got, like, his 80s heavy metal hairdo going, too.
6: All right.
1: (laughs) And then they are also, with the Gentle Giant bus, they've released images of three Episode three troopers. You get the straight white trooper, the 501st trooper, and the Utopian trooper, all coming out in Gentle Giant minibus. Details to be released soon as to where you can get those.
6: Well, hopefully I'm going to be able to get them up here, because I like those minibus.
1: I'm really guessing there's one of them's going to be a San Diego Comic Con, so you guys have to come down and join us at the San Diego Comic Con. We can get a booth or something.
6: Stop putting your hands in my pockets. <laughs> 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 that's
1: kind of wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that's even more wrong than Han and Chewie making a Falcon.
6: Yeah, you're right. But uh, honestly, it's not because I don't want to. I'm not going to be going to S- the San Diego Comic Con this year again. Because if I, if I had it my way, trust me, I'd be there, but I got, sadly, other plans for that weekend.
1: Also, Sideshow Collectibles has announced their fifth 12-inch figure. It's a 12-inch Han, and it's in Bespin clothes or with the Minoc mask, and that's going to be available this Friday for at Sideshow. Hmm. So a lot of new releases this week. Not much is out, but a lot is announced to come out. This always happens building up to Toy Fair, because, of course, Toy Fair is going to be this coming weekend and early next week. And at ReviewStarWars.com, we have Pete and Chuck from Jedi Temple Archives heading up there, and they're going to give us a report from Toy Fair itself, and hopefully score some a couple nice exclusives. <laughs> oh,
6: hopefully you're going to be able to leak some Im- images out. <laughs>
1: Yeah, they're gonna. I'm sure Jedi Temple is gonna have a lot of images, and they and we are going to try to disseminate the news as best we can through every possible medium.
6: Uh, I'm telling you, Toy Fair is uh, as hard for a camera to get in there uh, as for a Muslim to get on board a plane nowadays. It's <laughs> 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 it's just that difficult.
1: <laughs> well, they they got their passes, so more power to them. We didn't try this year because we're heading down to see Anthony Daniels in Dallas the same weekend.
6: Yeah. All right.
1: All right, and just before we go, I have to take Brian to task and pre- present a counterpoint on the Legacy comic books.
6: Okay, go ahead.
1: I think that it's about time we finally get an era ahead of where we've been. They've, the same stories have stagnated for so long. Lucas is exercising such tight control over his creations that it's about time we get into another anything can happen era. This is the most exciting thing to happen to Star Wars EU since Tales of the Jedi. And you gotta
6: admit that Twilik looks hot. There's a there's a female Twi'lek and you didn't tell me about it? I mean, it's just it's just her with like it's such a rehash. It's like her with like Darth Maul Brian? tattoos. Brian? Who the hell cares? Brian Ush Ush Brian, it's a female Twi'lek. <laughs> Arnie, silly. you're right, man. You're right. <laughs> no, no,
3: no. It's silly. It's it's all rehash. We're changing it's not actually
6: new. We're changing new. moto, it's right that sit from now
3: on. <laughs> it's not actually new.
1: So it's just I like just wanted to let the listeners hear That I'm actually really excited This is the first comic book series I'm going to be buying first round. I've always waited for the trade paperbacks I'm so anxious for this I went to a comic book store today And subscribed to the comics So I'm I'm excited
6: Oh, that's good I hope you're going to like them Because otherwise you're going to end up with two, three comics And then you're going to have to drop it Yeah,
1: well, <laughs> that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world There would be more money I could spend on Gentle Giant And Star Wars miniatures and Hasbro toys
6: Well, there you go Minis are good. Yep. All right. Well, thank you very much for being again, uh, for being with us again this week. And Thanks uh, for having
1: us. And a reminder to your listeners to listen to Star Wars Action News with a new show every Monday. This week we have our convention survival tips since we're going to the Dallas Comic Con. And we're ex- uh, giving people tips on what to prepare and what to pack.
6: All right. Well, uh, I hope you're going to have a great show. And I hope that you're going to have a great convention. And I uh, I can't wait to hear about it all next week. All right. Talk to you later. All right. Bye now. Bye. So that was Arnie and Marjorie for the collecting news. And now, of course, we're going into my segment. And this week in the community update, well, there's uh, there's good news for those of you who are going to WonderCon. Mr. Peter Mayhu, otherwise known as Chewbacca, will be there from February tw- 10th to the 12th at the Moscone Center West in San Francisco, California, for more information regarding WonderCon, where Lucas and Xavi is going to have, like, a huge bash, and they're going to be having... Like Tons of fun. You can go to www.comic-con.org slash WC and you're going to get everything you need over there. I want to mention a few other things. I'm going to go right on limp and I'm going to say that yours truly is going to be a uh, guest on L'Emission de Patrice. That's the French CBC uh, talk show and uh, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be recording the show this Tuesday. So for anyone who would be interested in the Montreal general area to show up at the uh, the, the, the the recording of that show, well, you can uh, go to the Montreal FanForce boards and just take a look at the uh, RSA going on TV uh, thread, and uh, just all the information will be there. So of course uh, we invite you to drop by, and uh, we're gonna have fun.
7: Well, you already know I'm going with you. (laughs) Yeah, that's it.
6: It's going to be fun. And uh, in other news, uh, here in Montreal, we will be screening a really special screening in a really big room on a 7 foot tall by 21 foot long screen of the Star Wars Special Edition Original Trilogy. And, of course, we'll have a little recap of all episode 1, 2, and 3 that will last about an hour and a half just before that. Are you showing the DVD editions or the VHS? The DVD editions. Oh,
7: so, so it's the special edition, it's not the original. No, it's the
6: special special edition of the original trilogy. Uh huh. So. You mean we're the special, special edition. No, just the special edition. Well, the special, special edition is still like the special edition anyway. But better. No, so it's going to be the okay. special, special edition. The
7: special, special edition has the Christian Hayden. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, that thing. Yeah. 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 Okay,
6: that thing. That yeah, it's thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's going gu- it's gonna be the second special edition, special edition. So, so the DVD, DVD S- editions. Yeah, it's gonna be the DVD edition. So Jeez, so many freaking editions. <laughs> oh, just wait till they come out with the Super Lucius edition with the never before seen footage when from the Lucasfilm basement.
7: You know they'll come out with like some <laughs> twelve box set special. You know. You know what?
6: I have I have put my my hands down. Onto this little project, but it's going to be a Vader helmet with all six DVDs plus the extra documentary, and you're going to remove the helmet, and all the DVDs are going to be there.
3: No, please don't do that. That's a bitch to put on the shelves, and you'll
6: you, you'll <laughs> It'll be like a
7: cookie jar, just like over the middle of the television.
6: That's right. So you know what? I'm going to try and no, no, I'm talking about a work. <laughs> I don't care why do they at home. <laughs> they'll they'll ma- they'll come up with special uh, displays. They'll, they'll Brian, special don't worry, display. it's going to be in a, in a square box. <laughs> it's, it will be in a square box, it's going to be easy. Cry. No, you, you no, know you're not. Oh, you to cry Besides, to die, you probably won't be working there anymore when these, these things will come out. So yeah, it'll be like in twenty years. <laughs> 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 Let's hope. <laughs> okay, so that's pretty much ma- that's pretty much it. But the uh, the screening will be on uh, February eleventh. That's next week, Saturday next week, uh, and we're raffling three tickets tonight of uh, $20 value each. So the the question is, what can you what can come up with a question for that? Ah, who showed the Star Wars Spectacular at the Star Wars Celebration? Who was the... Incredible person who presented that incredible show at the Star Wars celebration. We are Ooh talking about the Star Wars spectacular.
3: Oh, cover your mic, Audrey. Talk. He's like covering. Me. Yeah, that's it. That's it. There's the second name. The,
6: se- the second. Yeah. Movie. Okay. So it's g- it's gonna be like fairly easy. Yeah, it's so easy. Of course, you you can send your your answers by email, by messenger right now. Uh, of course, you have to be in the Montreal area, so we can talk about. Uh, you you can come and meet us, you know, and have fun. And uh, I'll I'll transfer you all of the information by uh, by by email this week, and uh, you'll be able to come next week. To the, well, next weekend, to this wonderful showing on a big 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 screen and like really good sound effects. I'm working. I'm really, really sorry.
7: I, I have this pain because I can't be there. <laughs>
3: can't you, like, become sick
7: all over <laughs> of a sudden? <laughs> yeah, I feel a cold coming on. So I figured. <laughs>
3: hey, that's a good enough reason not to go to work. They don't want you to I like work in a, in a hospital. Oh, but they don't want you to infect people.
7: <laughs> yeah. Well, they if don't I'm care. sick enough not to go to work, then I'm sick enough to be in one of the beds at work.
6: Ah, uh. ah, see that's the that's the catch that's the right catch there. Being a
7: nurse, oh,
6: that's that's too bad because it would have been really really good. All right, well, uh, that pretty much concludes my community update for this week. Uh, right now, we're going to go into a sponsor break, and at the end of the sponsor break, just before we come back for the interview, we're going to be listening to a different point of view by Kevin O'Connor. And uh, it's the Star Wars universe through the eyes of a stormtrooper I want to mention, first and foremost, that this little fan audio project that you're going to listen to That comes from DragonPage.com Has absolutely, absolutely nothing to do with our guests who are here tonight doing the fan film on the other side of the story Troopers And uh, we'll be right back with them And they're going to tell us everything as to where they get their blasters So we can, you know, I don't know, Ray Lucasfilm or something Bren Bren wants to raid Lucas the Dark Horse, so
3: no yeah. no i don't need, I don't want to raid I'll just you know send a couple of viper droids after them
6: that that's good, so or not at. maybe these guys can can do that, so we'll find out all about that when we come back from this break, so we'll be right back on Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom
1: For years sci-fi fans have toiled at making fan films, podcasts, and goofy
2: flash animations to obscure techno music.
1: They work hard. Give them their props. Watch, listen, and talk back.
2: At (laughs) PlanetFandom.com Galactic
5: Hunter the place where you can find the latest Star Wars collectible news from all around the world. From the Hasbro and Kenner lines of action figures, to comics, games, prop collectibles, and events. Everything is covered and reviewed. Join our fan community in the Bounty Hunter Collective forums, and find all your bounties at www.galactichunter.com. Galactic Hunter. Keeping collectors On target. At SimpleNet, you will get, at a very reasonable cost, an advertising space for your company, a website built for you by our team of professionals, or, quite simply, a space to put your personal site online. The online gamers are not forgotten. We can offer fixed prices of bandwidth, as well as solutions for turnkey pre-configured game servers. Join us at www.simple-net.ca.
2: Point of view? Greetings from Tatooine. I'm your man in the field, Sand Trooper TD-0013. And this is a little segment I like to call, A Different Point of View. Where finally, you get to hear the truth from an Imperial point of view. This segment I'd like to start off by addressing what has become a huge misunderstanding about us Stormtroopers being lousy shots. You see, most people use the Death Star escape scenes as a basis for this argument. And I'd like to point out a few facts to you that will dispel this rumor once and for all. It is a known fact that Lord Vader talked Grand Moff Tarkin into allowing the Millennium Falcon to escape in order to track it to the hidden terrorist base. If you went through the trouble of securing a homing beacon on board a ship, then why in the hell would you kill the crew? You wouldn't. In fact, not only would you let them escape, you'd help them. Let's look at some other facts. The Death Star was as big as a small moon, which is to say, it was freaking huge. There is no way, blueprints or not, that someone who was just brought on board would know their way around this thing. I was stationed there for a year and I didn't know my way around. There's just no way, especially when you take into account the trash compactor route as a means of escaping the detention levels. No, they would be quite lost, I assure you. The only way this bunch of miscreants found their way back to the ship was because they were herded like cattle by the Empire. See, troopers were given orders to block off any paths that wouldn't take the rebels back to their ship. They were leading them, not killing or even capturing. Trust me, if the stormtroopers had been given the order to kill Princess Leia and her criminal band, they'd have been wasted in the detention block, toot sweet. You want to see stormtroopers in true action? Watch the opening of the first film over and over. Because when the door blows open, white armored hell is certain to pour in and waste everything in its path. And if you still don't believe me, I'll meet you out on the shooting range any day of the week, brother. I'm TD-0013, and this has been A Different Point of View.
5: The following has been a presentation of a different point of view. All rights reserved. The opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect those of the Empire or its subsidiary systems.
4: www.dragonpage.com What I told you was
2: true from a certain point of view. A certain point of view? You know, one thing I can't stand is hearing how noble the freaking Jedi are. They are a group of religious thugs who work as the muscle of the quite corrupt Old Republic Senate. They carry a lightsaber. That's right, kids, a laser sword. And if that's not a violent badge of office, I don't know what is. They use these things to lop off the arms of anyone and everyone who doesn't agree with them. Trust me, there's a long trail of limbs behind this holy order, and it's almost as long as the history of deception that this order is based on. Let's take a look at Jedi Master Qui-Gon Jinn. Upon boarding the Trade Federation ship to settle a trade embargo with Naboo, his plan of action is to threaten the Nimodians, not negotiate not hold a peace conference, but to literally threaten them with force until the Pneumodians bend the knee to the high and mighty Jedi Order and do their bidding. Then later on, he willingly attempts to employ probably the most vile weapon in the Jedi arsenal, the Jedi Mind Trick. While here on Tatooine, he used the Mind Trick on an innocent shopkeep named Watto. Thankfully for this meager junk seller, the trick doesn't work on his species, the The Todarians. But Jin wasn't done trying to cheat Watto, not by a long shot. During a gamble for the ownership of Anakin Skywalker, Jin used the Force to make the dice roll in his favor. He blatantly cheated. How noble. Speaking of the mind trick, let's stop and think about just how invasive this practice is. It's as if your mind is being raped by the Jedi in order to get what the Jedi wants. It's the worst form of abuse I can possibly think of. And if there's one thing I know about, it's how to abuse people. Next, let's take a look at how this method of deception continued to be used by Jin's former Padawan, Obi-Wan Kenobi. He uses it to dissuade a street dealer from his means of making a living, simply because Obi-Wan didn't approve of it. There's the case of the sand troopers who were looking for stolen imperial property, whose minds were also violated by Kenobi. Yeah, that one we take kind of personal. Next comes Han Solo, who, it has been rumored, wasn't even going to take the job until Kenobi used the same method of manipulation. He continues this sort of thing throughout the rest of the accounts, and even went on to train this sick mind screw to another victim of his manipulation, Luke Skywalker. Of course, like Qui-Gon Jinn before him, Skywalker had a bad habit of trying to invade the wrong minds, finding out that Hutts aren't susceptible to the Jedi either. And since we're talking about the boss's baby boy, let's also point out that Obi-Wan knowingly and willingly lied to Skywalker about who his father was in order to push the kid into joining the terrorist organization known as the Rebellion. For the love of Lucas, stop worshipping these violent zealots. I'm TD-0013, and this has been A Different Point of View.
5: The following has been a presentation of a different point of view. All rights reserved. The opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect those of the Empire or its subsidiary
2: systems.
0: www.dragonpage.com Hi,
1: this is Trey Stokes, the writer-director of the award-winning Pink Five series, and you're listening to Star Wars on Direct.
6: And we're back on Star Wars Sound Direct, the voice of Star Wars Fandom, and I'm gonna, you know, play with my little thingy here, because I lost my sound again, I'm really happy about that.
3: Sebastian, stop yeah. being a little bitch.
6: Uh, yeah, that's right. Blame it all on me. Yeah, well. Because, you know, I'm the one who's gotta hear well around here, and, you know, you're the one who keeps blabbering and all that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, now the time has come, because we are gonna be talking about Troopers, the upcoming fan film... Which is going to tell us the other side of the story, and uh, it's a fan film that is going to be produced. It's a fan film that has nothing to do with what you just heard, which is a different point of view from Kevin O'Connor, and uh, we'll 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 hear another one just at the end of this interview. But it has nothing to do with it except the fact that it's actually, you know, from the other side of the story. It's from the the the, the, the a Troopers point of view, except that Troopers the fan film is going to have. A lot more like deeper story into it And uh, to talk about it tonight We have Stefan Hi everyone You can uh, yeah. Talk closer to <laughs> That's right and, uh, and also Jan Who's, uh, who's going to be the props master Is that your
5: Yeah I've been that in several other things Like uh, assistant director Oh there you Several go. things Ah you're
3: going to be assistant director <laughs> Oh god <laughs> <laughs> You have the worst job yeah, I know <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of fun
5: <laughs> it's true We're all in it for fun, you know so Exactly We're having more fun than, than less so
6: Okay why. Alright, so uh, I'm gonna go on straight with Stefan Because I believe the original idea came from you uh,
5: Yeah
4: Yeah, basically, so, yeah
6: Somewhere it's like you woke up one night In the middle of the night And you're like We gotta do a fan film about like the other side of the story Actually, yeah.
4: it wasn't quite like this But I prefer the way that you, you said
6: it <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me your, your side didn't, didn't actually involve the bar of soap and showers? Neither, neither Okay, well that's good then Then, then we're on the safe side <laughs> So, of course, this is going to be a fan film It's not yet a fan film
4: Actually, it's not really a fan film It's oh? a fan series Oh, it's a fan series Yeah, well, uh, there's going to be ten episodes Which are going to be able to uh, y- People are going to be able to watch either one of them separately And you'll get a, a story for each one of them and there, if you put them all at the end, uh, so you'll you'll be able to get a complete story from all, uh, from, all, uh from all these episodes. Yeah, exactly. Okay,
6: so basically we were talking before the show, and I said it's somewhat sort of a band of brothers meets Star Wars, but it's
4: band of brothers on steroids. Band of brothers on steroids, yeah. cool. <laughs> so and of course, lots of lots and well, lots of plastic armor and weapons. Well, they use weapons. blasters, no. So. It's it's cooler than that <laughs> got some, uh, lightsabers uh, no uh, actually there's a there won't be a lightsaber in this one
6: because it's actually set in the original trilogy time frame
4: exactly okay, and there everyone uh, and I've got nothing against people making uh, jedi films or uh, other fan films, uh, but everyone uses a Star Wars fan film to light up a blade, you know, Yeah. and I said to myself, you know if I'm gonna make a Star Wars film. Well, there's gonna be no lightsabers, none.
6: That's good. So that's that's a lot less of headaches, actually. Yeah. Technically <laughs> speaking, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On top of other things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The but nightmare uh, is just starting, you know. That's it. But well, speaking of nightmare, what actually like gave you the the bright idea to go into that kind of production?
4: Uh, well, I'm gonna go back a few years, and I used to manage uh, an airsoft company. I uh, was selling airsoft guns, which are uh, like BB guns, if you want. Mm-hmm. And I used to host games, and I have a lot of people coming uh, to on a field. And when I decided to quit Airsoft, I said, you know, I'm going to go back to filmmaking, which I, is what I used to do before. Okay. And uh, I said, but if I'm going back to filmmaking, I'm going to indulge myself, and I'm going to produce something which I'm, I'm going to like to do and to work on. So uh, it was either uh, Star Wars or Star Trek. And since uh, Star Trek... Uh, is uh, Star Trek, and they don't have blasters, they have phasers. I said, well, you know, we're going to go with Star Wars. And, the, and then the other thing that happened is that after watching uh, a lot of fan films, I said, uh, okay, well, there's a lot of comedy, there's a lot of spoof, and, uh, and but there's nothing that really goes into the details of Stormtroopers, you know? And with everything that's happening in the world right now, you know, in a political way, a military way and everything, I said, well, maybe we could play with a concept where we show the other side of that conflict, you know, with the the empire and uh, the rebels and everything. You know, how was it lived by the people who fought the war? That's it. So, and uh, I tried to bring maybe not human nature or humanness in a in a stormtrooper, but something close to it, you know.
6: Show uh, that there are people under these helmets, yeah. and they can think for themselves. Yeah,
4: exactly. You know, are they clones? Are they humans? Or you know, what are they? Can that's right? Can we play with this? You know, how far can we go with that concept? You know, and uh,
6: do they have feelings? Do they have girlfriends? Do they have families? Yeah,
4: do they have family? And uh, after reading uh, tales from uh, Mos Eisley, and mm-hmm. we've got this uh, short story uh, about a stormtrooper who decides to join the rebel force or cause but while staying in the Empire and I said you know this is probably uh,
6: something that could definitely be like taken upon and see what would happen to that guy like before what led him to to go I I
4: want to to say something that character is not in Troopers okay well I like him very much but you know I don't want to you don't
6: want to step step on anybody's toes exactly okay that's a good idea. <laughs>
4: yeah, usually it keeps you out of trouble.
6: That's it, yep. a- a- and most of the time also you you don't actually happen to be you know well, in the in the legs of any people and anyone else like troopers yeah, exactly, or anything like that. Because if you use some, someone uh, troops, else as I mean.
4: a um, character, well, yep. you're bound by what that character did so far, you know. And then all the research has to go into other novels. Uh, was this character used by someone else? If so, what happened? You know, and so, and it's a Nightmare, but if you do your own characters and you get to play with those, well, you can do pretty much uh, what you want, you know. So that's good. Uh, I think it is.
6: I think it's good. it's very good actually. <laughs> um, so how long are going to be each episodes?
4: Okay, well, we've got ten episodes of uh, twenty minutes each. We're thinking about doing the last episode, the tenth episode, uh, maybe an hour long instead of 20 minutes, you know, to wow. give a lot of room to um, close all the characters and uh, bring them to, uh, to term and, uh, you know, see where after the Empire uh, has fallen or...
6: What happened. Yeah, exactly. So, well, basically, I mean, like, in order to bring all of these guys to an end, you could put them, like, on the second Death Star when it blows and they all die there. Yeah, and that would be <laughs> crappy, you know, too easy, it's <laughs> too easy. Too <laughs> So you know that that that's that's one idea.
4: <laughs> it is, but um, well, there's a lot of things going for Troopers, um, and it's it's something what I, I like to do is take an idea, add concepts, and throw in something else. You know, add some spice and uh, and let it sit there for a while, and then add something else. And uh, with Troopers, we ended up taking two of our main characters, the, the eight members from uh, our, the squad, and uh, focusing on two elements. You, we've got the, the leader, which is uh, Dafka Bilas, who is a guy who will go for uh, the, um, the mission instead of going for the people. And you've got Emmy, who will try to defend the people uh, or put the interest of the squad before the mission. And Bilas? He's the uh, total opposite. He's going to put the mission, and if he has to sacrifice the squad, well, it's too bad, you know?
6: They're just they're just grind meat, so...
4: Yeah, exactly. And so you've got a duality right there, which you, you've you got this guy who's re- uh, willing, uh, ready and able to, to do whatever it takes to, to get the mission done, and you've got Emmy who wants to get the mission done, yes, because she's part of the, the squad, but she, she's not willing to sacrifice anyone. Or at least, you know, try to uh, prevent harm from uh, happening. happening or way. you know, because you know, it's just like save that. as many lives as possible. Exactly. In any army, no matter if it's a Canadian, U.S., or whatever, uh, the soldiers they take care of one another. You know, why would it be different for the empire? They work together. They live together. They eat together. They do everything together. So there's a bond that's. I, I won't add to this, <laughs> but there's a bond that's created, you know, when you train together and everything, just like a SWAT team or a special units or whatever. That's know. right. So. Uh, a-
6: and it's 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 definitely a big like sticky bond when you come to crazy glue and plastic armor, because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that will just give you like a one big squad of white thingy moving, and there you go. It's like, a yeah. big turtle. <laughs> um that's that's a great concept of uh, of a series especially with but
4: there is more but I'm not talking there's about more there's, Oh yeah there's a lot more but I, ta- you
6: want me to get up and go get the blasters
4: Well yeah you could. <laughs> <laughs> No but uh
6: seriously I said the uh you got a great concept of duality there right there and can we can we expect to actually see you know both characters getting on one each other's nerve at some point in an episode entitled An Army of One I'm, ca- I'm trying to push myself into uh, that project you, right
4: now well there's <laughs> this uh, incredible scene that we're actually working on uh, we've got Emmy mm-hmm. okay, the, she's a, a lady so everyone uh, is clear on this uh, she's a girl yeah we've got a troopette is that what uh,
6: I like <laughs> it I got one on my back right now
4: but <laughs> she won't have this sexy uh, armor you know but oh uh, Anyway, so um, since in the, the original films you always see a trooper hitting a wall, you know, bumping in a. In a yeah, jam being clumsy. Or whatever, and being clumsy. Uh, we're going to have this uh, incredible fight scene where Emmy, she's uh, storming the place and uh, she deplete de- de- depleted uh, her blaster magazine, so she throws it away and she takes out her pistol and she starts firing. And there's this one last rebel turning around the corner and she grabs her helmet, she pulls it off. And she slams the guy with the with the helmet, and there's a big crack in the helmet, and the guy is gonna fall uh, on his back, and he's gonna be that. Down. That's gonna be an so incredible
6: good. thing, and I, I hope that you won't have to reshoot that scene <laughs> so many
4: times. Well, I hope so. <laughs> and uh, so um, the the leader Daft guy is gonna walk in, and he's gonna say, "What happened?" You know, she's gonna put her helmet back on, and he's gonna say, "You know, to what happened?" And she's gonna say something like, uh, "Well, I've hit a uh, door jam and." Uh, you know, and I split my my helmet or something like this. You know, we're still working out the little uh, kinks here and there. But uh, basically, that's going to be the scene. And it's going to be, like, very, very uh, uh, fast-paced scene and uh, a lot of people getting uh, hurt. <laughs> I like that. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a something very...
6: Very uh, real. Yeah. Okay. There's going to be blood. And okay. Bacta and all that. So <laughs> well,
4: no, uh, well, I'm trying to to keep away. Uh, okay, an- another thing which I'm trying to be very faithful to the Star Wars universe with the original films is that I want those films to be available to everyone. You know, not a PG 13 or uh, whatever. You know, yeah. even my kids at home will be able to watch them. So yes, there's going to be a, a lot of action like we were used uh, in films today, but it's going to be. Available to everyone. Okay, know. so uh, eventually, if people uh, want uh
6: something in the lines of Indiana Jones, yeah. Okay.
4: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Good so action, no but bad language right. or uh, whatever. Is there is there
6: going to be any gorams in there? That yeah, that could be a nice little wing to Firefly. And oh, he's thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Not saying a word. Uh, see now we got we got these guys. They get they got their own implants, kind of kind of thing going on and it's it's kind of troubling right now (laughs) there's a lot
4: of things that we're going going to explore in the troopers universe Um, we've got a thanks to george lucas a great universe on which we can play around which has been uh, worked by uh, a lot of people you know contributing to to this and that and uh, we're going to get to see starship operations you know what makes a how many people there is on a Star, star, star Destroyer and all that. Does, how does a ship like this work?
6: Yeah. So well, uh, that, that's one of the funny thing. Uh, I, I believe it was the first episode of a different point of view from Kevin O'Connor mentions that some folks get into the Death Star with blueprints and they find their way around just like that. And even myself watching the Star Wars movie, I always wondered. Like I was, I was seeing the little bluep- blueprints going on the screen. Like, what uh, they can read that wow. (laughs) But it's like, that's something that we're going to see in the movie. It's like, you know, a trooper getting lost somewhere in a Star Destroyer, maybe. Well. (laughs) Somewhat.
4: Well, you know, they're they're soldiers. They're supposed to know where they're going. Yeah, that's it. Um, Any soldier will do his job and he knows where to go, you know. Mm -hmm. So, uh, (laughs) and I I would assume the stormtrooper doesn't have access to all the the levels on a star destroyer, he doesn't have to go to the bridge, you know, yeah, unless so he's requested there. But there's a very minute chance that this will happen. But you're going to see some starship operation on a bridge, you know, yeah. and see, um, get a uh, glimpse at communications and uh, plotting a course, and uh, you know, those are the kind of the little um, uh, technical things that I want to incorporate to to, to troopers, you know. Okay. But it won't be mainly on technical stuff, we're going to be telling a story about people, you know, about characters, about uh, motivation, what makes one be scared of of something and the other one, you know, be brave and bold and uh, furious and uh, whatever.
6: That's it. So, I guess if we want to know if Amy's going to go save her counterpart uh, with the entire team, almost putting the team into danger, we're going to have to watch the series. Exactly. And if we want to see, you know, stuff like how... Uh, a Starting Story of Bridges work, we're going to have to watch a series as well. Yes. So that promises to be very, very interesting. Uh, I'm going to go on to uh, to the assistant director now <laughs> for the, tr- the more tricky questions. Tricky questions. Oh, yeah. So now we know like a little bit of the background of the story and you know how... What we're gonna see during the the the, the, the 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 series and all that. The questions are: How are you gonna make this happen? Because we were talking about Star Destroyer sets. Uh, is there is there an infinite minute chance that we are gonna see uh, Death Star apparition in there, or corridors or anything? It's just yeah, well, maybe. Th- so th- how are you?
5: You're mainly g- to to build sets. You know, like you want to see the uh, the inside of a Coridan carpet when you when you bought a Coridan Car- Carvet Corvette, You want to see. You know what you used to see when you see inside the you know, you go into the tentative four and yep. you've got people shooting at what what is the enemies and you know, all the setup about going in there and we're planning on having the sets to be able to, to recreate that kind of scenes. And uh, there's a lot of thinking about uh whether we're supposed to to have all the sets made because um we have the bridge to be done. We have all kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and you know, with the with technology now, with computers, and uh, we, we can do a lot of things in post production. That's right. So but the question is, is it better to have the sets made for this and that, or to have you know just uh, one or two sides of it and have computerized stuff to go and, uh, and fill the gaps? And uh, we're not already set up on everything that's going to be done. As of uh, when we're going to film, because there's going to be all kind of different environment to film there, and
6: yeah, it's going to be a massive pre-production uh, going yeah. on right there, and
5: well, we're, we're, we're still planning out everything over there, but we have uh, we're going to have uh, people over here, we have people also in the states to shoot some of uh, some of the out, out outdoor scenes. Okay, and uh, it's going to be a very big puzzle to put everything back together, but the whole idea is to plan everything ahead, and then. When we plan very good, the thing goes very slightly and very smoothly, and it's going to be a lot of fun.
6: And if it doesn't, it's going to be your fault. <laughs> well, not just my fault.
5: There's a lot of people involved. But, uh, there's on, on the technical way, yeah, we, we will have to build some, some sets and, you know, to make everything ready to uh, to accommodate what we're going to shoot. So, it's going to be, well, the whole idea of building sets and everything is going to be great for us. It's gonna okay. Be, it's going to be a lot of fun, but... Uh, well, we, we, t- we intend to make something that visually is going to be uh, as close as possible as like impressive, but as close as possible as what we've seen in the original movies.
6: Okay. So, that's going to be great. So, like... Oh, yeah. You're telling me that if you got to crash an A-Wing through a Star Destroyer Bridge, you're going to take a pickup truck and you're going <laughs> to smash it through a window. <laughs> uh,
5: no, we're more thinking <laughs> about having <laughs> miniatures and stuff. You know, the old techniques are always good.
6: So you're going to have a a, a Majorette or a, a Hot Wheel <laughs> pickup truck going through this <laughs> no, I, I don't
5: like scraping pickup trucks those things are you know pretty huge they're good so
6: you need them for the for moving the sets yeah. <laughs> from place to place okay so have you thought about shooting in front of blue screens you know uh, making a lot of you know parts of, of sets but then you, mo- you, yeah, you move yeah some it.
5: blue screen green screens or whatever needed for there's th- as I said like we, if we if we're to shoot uh, scenes of the bridge, uh, do we want to have the whole bridge because this thing is huge, or yeah, do we want to have like some sequences on sets and some other sequences mainly with uh, with post production? Uh, we will have some blue screen and green screens. The idea is to still set what's going to be made on real sets and what's going to be made on post production.
6: Okay, so while we're on the subject of pre-production and preparing the sets and all that. Uh, you guys are talking about stormtroopers. Yeah. You're talking about ordnance for the stormtroopers, weapons for the stormtroopers. Yeah. A lot of stuff for the stormtroopers. <laughs> <Yeah, and laughs> so, are you going to do all of these armors, or are you going to recruit from the 501st? How uh, are you guys going to do that?
5: Well, for, you know, the most efficient way for us to have uh, all the stuff we need is actually to make them, so we're planning on having everything set to be able to make... Uh, Blasters, droids, uh, armors—what uh, you want to call, uh, whatever you're going to need. Uh, like, uh, if you want to have the, uh, you know, the sets for uh, inside a spaceship, uh, most of them are molded. So it's going to be—it's uh, going to be to prepare everything to be able to, to have all. Because if you have squads of uh, troopers to attack somewhere, there's—it's uh, not one armor; it's several armors. Uh, unless you want to do uh, post-production trips of, uh, you know copying and cloning the stuff but we want to avoid that as much as possible because it seems more realistic when you have like several real people moving around instead of having the same like trooper people repeated everywhere <coughs> in the scene yeah. so that's the whole idea is to, to make everything
6: just like the troopers chasing Han in yeah. Star Wars and New Hope yeah because if you
5: have only two troopers running around someone it's not the effect is the not that same. scary I mean, I mean you I just wrap those troopers on their, on their, their back and they're not going to be able or to 3D move 3D, 3D graphics and stuff but you you, ca- I, you can actually see that some of the clones are, you know... Some of the clones, you know that they're the same as the other clones. They're yep. moving the same way, some are just the opposite and stuff. And, well, the best way, I think, to do it is to have several people, you know, to, to figure out and have, you know, the, the real battle going on. Okay. So, more armors, uh, more more blasters, more whatever technical stuff you need to have. Uh, you know, make a lot of props, but... Uh, it's going to be
6: fun. That's right. I'm going to ask Stefan to uh, get up and uh, go get one of those uh, yeah, the, the bl- props. Because like uh, you guys you guys brought blasters for our listeners tonight and yeah. uh, we're going to raffle them to the people in the chat room later well, on. Well,
5: those are not hero props. Those are oh. like the, the stun blasters if you want, maybe. Or
6: Brian just got a huge blaster, blaster <laughs> envy. <laughs>
5: it's uh, E-11 blasters for stormtroopers. Uh. So, I'm, I'm just
6: looking at them and they're basically made out of... They're really heavy. Like, PVC Everyone and, and wood. wood, is
5: wood the PVC, some metal.
6: They don't. They don't like Nobody fire does. when you know you push a trigger, production. but it's it's really it's it's actually very nice to 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 end on know and. Where you aim this? Don't, 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 oh, shit, I killed right. the director. <laughs> but, I mean, you could actually scare someone with those things, because they're fairly realistic. I mean, I'm sure if we were to go, like, to the, uh, to, to, to the, to the indie, yeah, at the, the corner? At the corner <laughs> store, and we're just, like, with those guys, like, we're going to take the cash. They're going <laughs> to give it to you. Cash me. the bag. <laughs> you know, it's like, especially if we hold it, like, the German usual, we're going to take the cash now. Actually, this is rich. Oh, yeah isn't it the, the British these British I guns in Star Wars. they used the British guns wasn't it Canadian guns
4: no uh, well they, the Canadian army used yeah. the, the, the Sterling okay. the E-11 blaster came from uh, the, the British uh, Sterling gun which uh, the magazine which uh, was a lot longer uh, banana shaped you know it's uh, curved, yeah. and it okay. didn't have a scope it didn't have those uh, cooling fins there And but the, the the folding stock was on it and basically it's the same gun but what people need to understand is that when Lucas had those uh, props to, to be made, they used whatever they they could grab at uh, at the time. Yeah, that's it. Right. And there was a lot of bla- uh, uh, blasters. Sorry, <laughs> Sterling's uh, available, you know, and uh, prop shops uh, had them uh, cur- uh, available currently. Uh, you know, anyway, so uh, so the, the the big blasters or the the whatever blaster was used came from a a real gun, basically. That's it. You know, they they made some changes. They added some details and uh, to make it look um, a bit better, more futuristic. Yeah, that's it. And voila, you've got a prop. You know, you've got a gun.
6: So these are really really nice uh, blasters. We're gonna raffle them Thank to you. the people who are in the chat room later on. So if you're not in the chat room, now's a good time to actually go there. Oh, yeah. Uh, cause they're they're really really nice and they're gonna cost a shitload to ship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're nice. I love them. Actually, it's not, it's not that <laughs> bad. It's about $20 to ship. Yeah, about twenty bucks to ship. There goes my the budget sweet. for the month. <laughs> 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 and um, so you guys are gonna are, are gonna make your armors and you're gonna make your uh, your blasters. Obviously, we've got the blasters here. Uh, that's that's a very impressive setup that you got all there.
4: Well, just for the armors, people think, oh, yeah, you, you know, they're going to make one armor per uh, per character. No, there's there's possibly two, two, three, four armors, you know, with parts, uh, let's say that uh, forearms, they break a lot. You know? Yeah, that's it. So we're going to have uh, those made, uh, like, a, a bit more. You know? Yeah. Um, there's going to be a foam version for, uh, for an armor. For, for the stunts. For, yeah, for stunts, you know. We don't want people uh, hurting themselves blasters, you're going to get some um, breakable versions for stunts, uh, rubber versions, uh, you're going to get some hero versions, which have uh, a lot more detail, and uh, you know, th- when you are you have a close-up shot. Yeah, know? that's it. And so, uh,
6: that they can maybe move the parts, because right now we exactly. can't put that in. So
4: you have this uh, stormtrooper who's getting ready to go into action, and he pops a battery pack in, in the blaster, well, you want something that he can actually take in and out yeah, of. Yeah, that's you know? it,
6: pop in there, and yeah. And see see happen. And so.
4: you see the one thing, maybe you can add this uh, little uh, beeping sound, you know, ju- just like a flash that's uh, ch- on uh, charging. Oh yeah, the you know, on a camera, you know, the, the high pitch uh, sound. Yeah. You know, maybe when you load a, a magazine in there, you know, battery pack, maybe, you know. So we're gonna play a lot with those uh, cool little.
6: You're you're gonna have a lot of fun in oh the yeah. in pre-production. Oh
3: yeah. Seb, do you think we can get the webcam up so we can show? Uh, Sadly, as
6: I told uh, the people in the chat tonight, uh, I'll I take
3: a picture and try and put it on the chat.
6: I, I'm really sorry because I can't figure out the way to make the webcam work tonight, but I promise that uh, we'll we'll Hold set something up. <laughs> it's like
7: <I'm laughs> armed and dangerous <laughs> chicks, and I'm a
6: chick with a blaster. chicks and blasters. Chicks and blasters. There you go. It's like all the the like the that.
0: Only on Star Wars on mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Direct. Style. <laughs>
5: <laughs> but there's, a, there's one detail also about, you know, people thinking, uh, you know, one trooper, one armor, and, and stuff like that, but in, in filmmaking, you, you can't go with just one armor for, for a single character, because think about the trooper going out for a mission, then you think about the trooper, the trooper in combat, then you think about the trooper coming back from combat, the armor is not going to be in the same shape, on the way back and on the way out. Yeah, that's so
6: it. They hit people with
5: their helmets, you know. So th- we're going to need to have uh, several armors, you know, in pristine condition. But lots, of, lots of them. Even if we, in, in the original trilogy, we mainly see clean armors, clean armors on the Death Star. But they are based on the Death Star, and you know, there's no real combat. But if you go on, on the field and combat, we've seen the, uh, you know, on Tatooine, the sand troopers. There, there's, there's going to be bumps that way too. But uh, there's another thing that that is impressive is if you go. With uh, the very, you know, close shot, you know, the hero props, uh, the standard helmet that you have to wear around, and the hero prop where you see the inside of the helmet is not the, the same kind of prop need, you need to do. But the whole thing is, if we want to make this the more possible, we need to be able to see every size of it, like the helmets and the armors and whatever prop you're going to have to do. So we're thinking about some, some of the shots that would need, actually, to have the inside of the helmets. Yeah. So, for the same trooper, we might have just for different films, you know, filming in different shots, we might need to have uh, three, four, five armors depending on whatever we do. Okay. Because if you go uh, fight in the woods, if you go fight in the sand, uh, it's not the same armor. Yeah.
6: yeah, that's it. And as, as uh, Stefan was saying, if you hit someone in the face with your helmet yeah. and it cracks, you need, right. you need to have the crack helmet. Yeah, because.
0: a
5: hallway or whatever.
6: But what you can try and do is, like, when you when you mold the mask, you just put the face of the guy in the helmet. <laughs> that could be a comical relief to the movie. Yes. I didn't know those helmets were so soft. Yeah, right. They can protect against against damage, right? <laughs> and uh, that's that's gonna be awesome. But how long is it gonna take? Because we're talking major production here. How long do you think uh, it's going to take before we see the first episode of that uh, incredible series?
4: A long, long time. Uh, no, I won't <laughs> go on that one. Yeah. It's uh, like, I mean the actually at, the,
6: at, the, at the lunch party, you know he's going to go, a long, long time ago, we were on the radio show <laughs> 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 announcing that, that project. of
4: uh, fan film production. <laughs> we're treating this as if it was a real production with a real budget. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, Budget. budget. That's the key word here. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we're treating this as if it was a, a real production, okay? Made in Hollywood or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And we're we're getting people involved in this. You know, we've got people saying, "Well, hey, I, I would like to play a trooper uh, part. I would like to play an admiral or uh, whatever." And but we're we're very careful to use this to be able to give a chance to people. Uh, let's say they're studying in a certain area art yeah, or whatever. A- and they want to get experience working on something, you know, uh, getting uh, the experience of working 3D uh, or doing some uh, prosthetics or latex uh, props or, you know. And the the idea of this is that since it's a fan film and we don't have a budget of 100 uh, millions of dollars or whatever, we need to space that in a certain time frame, you know. I'm thinking about maybe producing... Two episodes a year for the first ones until we've got everything up and running. You know, all the sets, the costumes, and everything, and pretty smoothly too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, And uh, we've got everyone uh, knowing what 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 their job is and what they're expected to do, even though it's a fan production. You know, but um, eventually the team, the production team, is going to get the habit of working together. Mm-hmm. just like a real production unit would be used to working together you know
6: and and of course you're going to have stormtroopers talking but you're going to have to have like voice actors for those stormtroopers well that's
4: one uh, that was one of my main issues I've seen a couple of uh, fan films uh, produced here in uh, the province of Quebec and though they're very very good um, I would not appreciate seeing on a film a stormtrooper speaking like myself you know with uh very loud French accent you know yeah. it wouldn't sound convincing so we're getting one of my friends in uh, British Columbia David uh, Cardwell who's going to be in charge while well, he already started of doing all the the voice dubs for everyone okay. that's going to be on the show so even myself if, if I play a part mm-hmm. you know a Camille uh, or whatever or just whatever <coughs> uh, anyway so
6: Emergent, a merchant on a strange planet can't have a French accent. It's, it's exactly. okay. <laughs> no.
4: So he's going to be in charge of dubbing all the voices. Okay. So we don't want we to have any characters trying to speak English with a bad French accent. or.
3: But what well. you could almost do is you could explain it creatively because Basic is not English. <laughs> all Star Wars is being translated from Basic. To whatever language yeah. you're taking the material in.
4: Sure, uh, I won't argue with you on that. point. But I understand. I understand completely what you're saying. But you know, I, I can hear myself uh, speak, and you know, I would sound terrible as a trooper. You know, <laughs> so. Uh,
3: well, that's that. That's
6: one yeah. point of view. But uh,
4: but since uh, all the recording is going to be made in, in studio, well, I don't. Uh, I don't have to worry with. Uh, Worry, that's a terrible word to say, worry. <laughs> anyway, um, I don't have to worry with uh, all the, the thing like uh, the echo, you know. Yeah, that's And it. Uh, the, the reverb of uh, some audio coming from this place and uh, the audio yeah. tracks coming, uh, other audio tracks. Well, you're, you're going to be else.
6: able to save on having a sound on stage exactly. to record like surround so sounds is, and stuff uh, like is that.
4: is working uh, really hard uh, in B.C. He's an actor. He, he played in a, a lot of uh, films like uh, Chronicles of Reddick, he was on Stargate, uh, he, he did a lot of stuff o- over there. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's trying to, to get, us, get us a sound stage, professional sound stage, where we're going to be able to to have access to recording. Professional and equipment yeah, and all exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So this is going to solve a lot of problems. And I, and I, w- I
6: was going to say I'm going to take my narrator voice and I can do some narration for your fan film, but <laughs> I guess my French accent will take me no, out. No 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 no, 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 no. no, you're pretty good. You're pretty good. You're pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> pretty
4: anyway, but um, the thing is that when I, when the project is completed, I want to be able to turn back, you know, and uh, turn around and look at this and say, Wow, you know, we made this. You know, it was we all came together. And we produce this. and that's yeah, it. It's top notch. You
6: know? And one one of the other the other like good thing about having your sound pre-recorded before you shoot is that every trooper will be able to listen to what they're saying and act Aha, accordingly. But
4: no. Yes oh, no. but no. Because <laughs> okay, there's going to be a lot of scenes where the trooper uh, is in his armor, but he doesn't have his helmet because maybe he's in a briefing somewhere yeah, okay. or whatever. But how will I get my actor to sync an audio track? It's preferable to have the guy in the, in the sound booth to sync it. with
6: the actor. Exactly. Yeah.
4: My actor is going to say his line in English. Okay, It's going to be crappy or whatever, but he's going to say it in English, so the lip sync is going to be an easy process. We're going to save a I lot see. of headaches over there. That's you good. Know? That's good. So, um, and then So I'm going to send those scenes to Dave, Dave is going to set this up on a monitor, the guy is going to walk in, he's going to say slides, voila, you know, we've got a perfect uh, sync.
6: Just as easy as that.
4: Exactly. Instead of getting the guy to record the, the voice sample, and sending me this, trying to get the actor to learn the, the, the way it was said, the pronunciation, the punctuations and everything, yeah. and try to match, you know, the, the image to the sound, so.
6: Oh, that's pretty good. You know
4: when I was saying nightmare? Yeah. And I'm just like, it's just the tip of the iceberg, you know? There's a lot of uh, of things. Just take the actors, for example. Since it's a a fan production, well, I don't have the people, you know, in a studio for 40 hours a week. You know? I have to work with schedules. People are going to say, well, okay, I have this Saturday off, but I'm working Sunday. Okay, so he's going to be available Saturday, but the other guy that's doing the scene with him, he's only available Sunday. Uh, What do I do?
6: Next week, <laughs> <laughs> next week okay. so I'm gonna
4: be playing a lot of, uh and that's when you go Super Bowl next week. <laughs> <laughs>
6: yeah.
4: Yeah. So it's gonna be a, it's gonna be pure hell, you know, but it's gonna be so much fun because it's a Star Wars film. That's right. So that so that
6: promises to be very, very interesting. Yeah. All right.
4: Just to say, you know, I'm making a Star Wars uh, film or a short uh, series of uh, short films. You know, it's wow, it's cool
6: that 's going to be awesome I, I just can 't wait to actually see the, some of the first episodes because it sounds a little bit like imps uh, the Relentless, which is out right now, but imps is more of a comedy yes. of, of like one particular squadron, but heres going to be a lot more serious and you know as we 're saying a little bit more like Ben of Brothers with a twist, and they 're going to have all these uh, all these these different like situations to deal with i 'm sure, and it's going to be very difficult for all the characters to cope with those those situations. But uh, I, I can't wait to see. That's that's gonna that promises to be very 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 fun. So I'm running out of ideas, but I know that we got some people in the chat room who uh, who asked us some questions. Uh,
5: questions. We like questions.
6: So Brian's gonna go ahead. Yes, I will. Do you want me to read uh, Danny's question, or
3: yeah, you go for uh, Danny's question.
6: Okay. Uh, let me find it though. Okay. There okay. We go. Uh, how the Troopers fan film will comp- how will the Trooper fan film will compare with uh, the now professional looking f- looking fan films, uh, which have relatively big budget, you know, such as the Atom films winner with you know a one thousand dollars budget kind of film. It's
4: well, I think that if it's uh, filmed in the right way, using the right equipment, using uh, good angles and you know and everything, we will be able to compare troopers to that kind of quality you okay. know? making props making a, a film doesn't need a big budget you don't need a lot of money you need money that's for sure but you can
6: Just take it over a, a fairly long period well, of time well
4: yeah. if you spread it in, in let's say we take 5 years to produce troopers yeah well we've got 5 years to to uh, to build the props uh, that as as we go along you know yeah. i don't have let's say I have a scene which I'm going to use or a set that's going to be used in three years from now I don't have to build it right now mm-hmm. you know so we're spreading out the, the budget as we go along and, uh, and so on and taking it step yeah. by step but in order to make quality, it a really good movie my personal goal is to aim for the same kind of quality big screen that we're used to with uh, the original uh, the first trilogy you know this okay. is if I can achieve this I'm going to be very very happy
6: well, if you need one, i got a ping-pong table. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm very good with papier-mâché and uh, empty buckets. <laughs> 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 and I, I recently acquired a, a Star Destroyer model, so... <laughs> if we <Right.
5: laughs> But there's a uh, neat there's thing that uh, we're going for a serious fan film, so we want to go with, you know, good images... And uh, several times when you look at fan films, it's made on a very, very tight budget. And it can show because when you can identify where was film or what was used for the stuff, the realism is not there. Yeah. you so want to go to something serious, so prop wise is going to be serious, acting wise is going to be serious, production wise is going to be serious. So the quality is going to be there.
6: Alright, that's good. And you know, we were talking about Jedi earlier, and I've said it times and eons of times that it's just too bad because about ninety percent of the Jedi fights in fan films out there are by people who are scared of hitting each other. So they'll just like go, I'm gonna hit, I'm gonna hit you No, I'm gonna hit you. No. You don't want it that and way to that it's, it's really you know, it's really choreographed and all that and you see there's a lack in the fighting at that point. When you compare it to the other ten percent of fan films, where they're not scared to hit themselves, they've actually you know, uh, practice, practice their practice, choreographies, yeah, they and they know what they're doing, and they they're just hitting it. You can you can see the big major difference, and already those movies are better just because of that.
5: Because we we need to think when we have uh, that's why it's called fight choreographer. When you have a fight in a movie, it's not something that would happen in real life. The way the fights are done in in, in films, uh, it wouldn't happen in real life. It's not realistic. Like the people would not fight this way. If you think about uh, lightsaber fights. People fighting with a sword doesn't last like ten minutes after two or three shots of somebody dead, so you need to make it the proper way there's uh, there's techniques there's ways to learn that but uh, if you don't uh, if you don't prepare well, it shows and people actually see it and and that's and not what we want to do and you have to keep in mind that you're working with actors you know yeah they're there
4: to make you believe something they're not soldiers you know you take a uh, U.S. guy, you know, and he put him in uh, Afghanistan in a, a little uh house there, and he's trying to save his life, you know, he's doing his job, yeah, but he he, he stri- wants to live first and foremost, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, the um, the, the motivation is not the same. So, for an actor trying to portray this through his character, you yep. know, there's a lot of people involved. There's the director, there's uh, the stuntman, there's the the coordinator, where everyone, uh, you know, so there's a lot of people involved just for one scene, just one move, just one shot.
6: Well... I can tell you right now, gentlemen, that if you need someone to get a helmet in the face, I'm willing to do it. And <laughs> if you need someone to, you know, pinch a knot in order to stunt a good stormtrooper not, I'll, I'll do it.
5: <laughs> You're just trying to get a role in the films, do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Am I that
0: obvious? <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, ju- as uh, Jan is uh, trying to say here, um, we're looking for people who, are, who would like to participate uh, I think uh, you've posted a link back to our our blog for troopers, I or think people it's can get it through your website. That's it; they,
6: they're going to be able to get it to our website. So
4: people who want uh, to get involved as actors, uh, 3D artists, uh, whatever the you know uh, texture artists or, light, or lighting uh, or um, 3D modeler or whatever you know, if you want to get involved, contact us. We're going to try to get you. Uh,
0: a way, project, yeah. a, a way to get get a way to get you all the tell deal.
4: us what you would like to do, what you're good at, and uh, if you've got a resume, portfolio, or whatever, send it it, and uh, we're gonna take a look at it, and we're gonna get you to work on troopers.
6: You guys are really, really serious about that. That's no. really good. It's the attitude you gotta get if you gotta take if you wanna make a really good fan.
4: Well, I myself alone can't do it, so I have to find people who are motivated, who would like to get involved, get their hands dirty. You know, And I've got a good assistant director, and he's going to get me a lot of coffee eventually. <laughs> <laughs>
6: well, and, and, and I want to say to all the listeners out there who will be listening to tonight's show or just the podcast later on, that if you're at school right now and your teachers are telling you that you're going to get this uh, $2,000 an hour job when you come out and all that, well, if you want to achieve that as soon as possible be, when you get out of school you might want to enroll yourself in such projects because that's what's going to be looked at when you get your portfolio. Because when you're fresh out of school, you know like how to make it a few things. You don't have a name yet. That's it. But when you worked on a fan film that promises to be as professional as Troopers, well, not only do you have a name, but you also have what to sh- something to show that you worked and people will be able to judge your work amongst that. So you definitely have to... You definitely have to, you know, take a look at all these factors. And honestly, if you're in the Academy of Design, if you're in uh, Concordia uh, movie business, uh, in, the, in the movie uh, classes, you've got to go check out the blogs and uh, and definitely send in your resume.
5: It's not only really go on the filmmaking process. I mean, you'll we'll need uh, people in makeup and prosthetics and electronics and whatever you're going to think. To be able to make uh, what it needs to have the, the sets, well, we need to uh, we need to work on it. So, and and, uh, yeah, and stuntsmen, you know, yeah, just stunts. like we me, who people, are we need we need people that know how to fight. We need. Uh,
6: who are willing and, uh, to uh, get a he- get yeah, get a helmet because, uh, on the face.
5: I mean, we c- we can have people to actually uh, actually choreograph some fights, but. Uh, even if it's uh, if we're not trying to hit people and whatever, because it's just a film, uh-huh. uh, stunts can go wrong, and people need to know a little bit of what they're doing when we do it. So uh, we need uh, actors, uh, stuntmen, and all kind of people. That's it. Uh, of course, and I, I can I can see
6: right now that Adria is being casted as the stormtrooper, but <laughs> 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 uh,
5: well, w- we we already have uh, lots of people that are uh, kind of enrolling, you know, to be yeah. part of uh, troopers, but. Uh, there's a, there's always the people you know there's tons of people that are that are always giving calls when you have projects like that uh what we want to make sure is when we actually start into the filming that those who actually you know say oh, i might want to do this and i want to do that or whatever that they're going to be serious about it because uh, it's, it's one thing to give your name but there's tons of people who give their name but they're not uh, willing to do something afterwards but uh... The more, p- the more the merrier. I always say we're in, we're all in it for fun. So uh, if people have uh, more knowledge on this or that than uh, the people we have, uh, we'll be happy to have them around.
3: Um, are you guys shooting on with video or on film? I was As I was, was going to ask what uh, will you be using in terms of
6: of uh, you know shooting means.
4: We want to use um, digital format. So, um,
6: Super 8's not going to cut it for you?
4: No. <laughs> no. I was actually thinking about getting a Polaroid camera and, uh, you know, taking a snapshot. Then, yeah. plays with people again, take another shot, and eventually scan all those images. No, we're and gonna do, be able a, big, do yeah. a big animated GIF. Yeah. Okay. No, we're Digital with the new cell phones. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, with the cell phones. That, that would be nice. No, we're actually t- uh, thinking about uh, going with uh, Canon uh, cameras. Or maybe Panasonic? Was, was that it?
3: Yeah, I was sa- talking about the Panasonic.
4: Yeah, and uh, to to save a lot of uh, trouble in a, uh, when you film on film, well, you've got to print it. You know, you, there's a lot of time wasted, in and it form. smells bad. <laughs> 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 it does. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, uh, but uh, actually, um, if we film directly in digital, we can. Send all this to the computer right, right away and start editing what can be edited. We can start working on post production, uh, post production uh, right away. We can get um, Dave to get his scenes that he needs to voice dub, or you know, the the, the process gets started right away. You don't need to say, "Well, okay, uh, cut, print it, then take the tape and uh, uh, yeah, it's send it, send someone. it to someone." Uh,
6: you can actually put that on the web server and the other person can download exactly. it exactly. Do the work that way, okay? Exactly. That's great.
4: Other questions? I like those.
6: (laughs) 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 Well, we have James from uh, Dublin. As far as Dublin, you get uh, people listening tonight. Uh, Hi, Dublin. uh, Will there there be non-human troops uh, seen in the movie?
4: Oh. On the trooper's side? On the trooper's side?
6: I don't know. Okay, well... Maybe both. Maybe on, like... Will will well, they be I fighting a, a squadron of Wookiees?
4: in uh, in a universe such as Star Wars? Maybe there would be some factions that would like to associate with the Empire, you know, to get some uh, some kicks uh, out of it, you know, get some uh, um, bonuses of some sort. So maybe we could play around with that concept. Yeah, that could be interesting. Uh, as right now there wasn't any plans to. We wanted to keep the, and it's not a racist thing, uh, but we wanted to keep the Empire as why that's possible I mean as human as possible yeah. yeah maybe i I don't know how to to say it without
3: without sh- sounding as... so like r- so true. make them all seem like in the movies like british that's yeah it. British.
5: <laughs> but um, I, i'm not I'm not the the best expert there is in the expanded universe, but as far as I understand the way the empire went is the uh there are the only human forms they were not considered as the best around from the the empire itself. I mean, the, if I if I go, if maybe I'm going wrong there, but I think that uh, uh, that was part of why there was some kind of uh, civil war around this that the aliens were not like
6: welcome into well the empire. Yeah. No, 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 so they were subjugated. So, obviously, so I, I would think There are basically three topic, races. I that
5: in the topic, I think it would be only like human uh, stormtroopers. I might be wrong. No, Yet no, there
3: are only storm. But in
5: I, I know, I know that we all the all those aspects I know we we've been talking about as uh, stupid things as uh, the communication device on the helmet uh, we always do research about uh, about those things because we don't want to go th- you know for being canon you start with the film you go with the uh, with the novels of the expanded universe and everything there is uh, there's levels of uh, authenticity and we don't want to go wrong with any of the the things we put in there because one of me as I said we're going serious so everything we put we try to uh, to make it as realistic you know Star Wars universe wise as, as possible.
3: possible but so there were but yeah, the yeah. Empire
5: because I, I don't I, I might be wrong but I don't think there would be non-human no there wouldn't be but uh,
3: they, w- said they, they basically enslaved
1: races like yeah. the Wookiees and the Ithorians so there are yeah. no
6: known uh, affiliation with uh, aliens with the Empire except those the, the following three the Chess Grand Tron and all that, and uh, it's loose at that. It's it's it's, it's, it's even there. It's loose. Uh, there's uh, the Hut, Where it's somewhat associated because they you know they deal with the outer, the outer rim part and the the the, the, the Hut the cool. Hut system. Yeah, that's it. And you got the Nagri, somewhat Where you know protecting a little bit some of the guards there. Uh, I'm I'm tempted to say the the Shirovi, uh but. You know, they're only interested back here and I didn't like the book, so... <laughs> but,
5: but there's one thing for sure, though, there will most likely have be aliens form on the on the rebel side. Yeah, that's so it, that's... W- w- it, won't oh be yeah, in sure. it won't be in our squad, because mainly what we're going to be is uh, one squad of the First, running around and all the, uh, you know, elites and everything. But uh, on the other side, you're going to have uh, tons of uh, different enemies to... Uh to, to, to front and to shoot at as okay.
6: Well, I'm gonna take I'm um, gonna take one second here. Wait, I gotta take this one second, Brian.
5: Okay.
0: Welcome, Welcome to Sebastian, Sebastian of the Raising
6: Theory. <laughs> <coughs> 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 <laughs> okay. So I just want to say, you guys, I want to be in your movie. I want to be this kind of like you know rebel. Cantina holder or something like that. But when I'm going to do my scenes, I want my, my bodyguards I to be Twilaks. <laughs> I want to be with like two Twilaks sitting at the back of the cantina, having troopers coming around. And you know, I get up and we start fighting, and of course, they, they finally beat me or something. But it's, it's <laughs> you, choose, you choose what way. I just want to sit there with two the Twilaks. <laughs> You're such a whore. Of course I am. <laughs> and you
4: just. Goes right into it, you know, just, uh, just like that.
6: Just like that, I'm, it's I'm just like Hollywood. we will try to work out something. Okay. No promises, but yeah, it's just never
4: gonna happen. Okay, so we have another
3: question. Um, what is the time frame like? The release time frame. When are you uh, shooting? When are you shooting for the first episode to be done? In what I kind would of like to
4: start interval? Shooting at uh, the end of the uh, spring this year, uh-huh. uh, and I have at least one one episode completed by the end of the summer. Mm-hmm. or perhaps, you know, mid-autumn. Cool. So we can have the first episode done in 2006. This is, if if I can get this done, then it's going to be green light all over the place for everything. Getting the one first episode done, you know, we're there talking about this big project, and people say, well, you know, it's pretty nice, uh, you know, it's nice and dandy, but uh, is it going to be made? So we've got to do it. Mm-hmm. to establish a c- credibility. Because there's a lot of good fan films that they made a pilot or a first episode or whatever, and it died there, you know? Yep. And it's, it's sad because... They, they were good had a stuff. Lot of, yeah, you know? And we don't want to be the people who goes uh, go, are going out, you know, can we get so many blasters or helmets or... No, no, we're producing everything. So we're not going out to ask for any special favors from... Uh, people making uh, blasters or you know so because we want to avoid the the stereotype of the people making fan films you know they're there to get all sorts of freebies and when they get the the cool toys well (coughs) you don't hear about them anymore so if we say no we're doing everything ourselves we avoid this and having one episode done will ensure that people are going to say well you know those guys are interested let's get involved you know
6: that's it. I think it's Hikash who was asking the question and he, was, he was referring to the fact that uh, We've been waiting for a few months now for Almost the a year The next chapter of Imps, The Relentless Which was a really funny fan film You know, it's, it, it had its, its, its low ends But honestly, I'd love And I can't wait to see the next episode well, I And I like hope it's a project that will keep IMS, on going on
4: Because They're the reason why we have Some Stormtrooper Rets Okay. You know, we figured. Okay, well, if those guys did it, why can't we? N- well, no, they gave they gave us the the girl. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> I love that too much. no, no. They gave us some something like a green light. You know. Okay. If the fans accepted a a, a woman stro- a stormtrooper in that film, well, they're gonna accept it in ours. You know, they're they're not gonna be upset or whatever because it's already been done. Yeah. So thank you, uh, people uh, of Imps.
6: <laughs> I I
3: just can't wait to see the barracks of that squadron.
4: Actually, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I want to see. The actually,
3: Sebastian, um, watching Battlestar Galactica, the female uh, pilots and male off uh, male pilots share the same bunk. I know, I saw that. That's cool. <laughs> and and there's actually seen this past
5: weeks, two oh, of them were getting it on. You, you see, you've seen the Starship Troopers? Yeah. Do you share the same showers?
3: Yeah, but that didn't. they were totally different from the book.
5: Yeah, <laughs> Don't even indeed. get me into that. <laughs> <laughs> it's better in the book.
3: It's Th- always better in. There's, there's no, no. Oh? It's there. There's no men in the army. There's only women. There's only men in the mobile infantry. There's, oh. there's no women. Okay. So there's one that. female character. No, two female characters in the book. That's it. There's and no. Not sex. in the mobile infantry. No. Uh. They're Bum- pilots and they're just pretty. And <laughs> <laughs> well, a
4: chicken a ship. You know. sh- sh-
3: they all shave their heads.
4: Too. Oh wow! Cool. <laughs>
6: <laughs> and we want to tell to the actors that will be joining the the the, the, the cast of uh, of Trooper that they won't have to shave their heads. <laughs>
4: uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're gonna get some scalps. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs>
6: So, I d- I, I'm guessing it's a project that uh, we'll definitely have to be on the lookout for. Is there anything else that you, you'd like to add, guys? Uh, thank you. Starting by the assistant director.
5: <laughs> uh, I'll let the director talk. <laughs>
6: <laughs> See, that's your job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
5: I'm, I'm taking
4: full responsibility for this. Uh, I would like to uh, to thank uh, everyone for, uh, for uh, giving us a chance to uh, voice our uh, project, you know, and... Uh, and uh I've been listening to and, and for people listening right now, you know I've been listening to this show for a couple of uh, times, downloading uh, past uh broadcasts, and you know I'm sitting there in the living room listening to uh, to those shows, and I'm laughing my ass off, but to actually see the work they're doing on their laptops and, uh, and everything, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> those, the people listening right now, you have no clue what's going on in here, and I'm totally serious, they're amazing. So, there it is. Hey, Thank look you. at that! And
6: we have uh, we have Kathleen who's gonna come and say hi, and she's with uh, Valerianne Yeah. Congra- congratulations for your little Padawan uh, there, yeah. Thank you. Hi, Kathleen.
0: Hi. I, I know. Well oh, hello.
6: <laughs> <laughs> and, and she's sleeping now. Yeah, she's out cold. So. There are rumors that are flowing that you're going to be the, the the fight choreographer for Troopers. Yeah, I'm oh. try. <laughs> so you see, guys, we promise you that the stunts won't be too difficult. And apart yeah. from the apart from the whole helmet thing that I'll probably get hit in the face with, <laughs> you'll be fine. Oh yeah, he's like. You're oh. <laughs> <Just laughs> getting
0: slammed. It's <laughs> done for you to do?
5: Okay, just when you hit. The helmet Yeah he Cut Let's do it again It wasn't good yeah, so It's just like it <laughs> 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 He didn't fall right That's right yeah, The guy didn't fall right it didn't seem realistic
6: <laughs> Guys As long as you give me The two Twi'leks I'll be, f- I'll be fine I'll do it as many times As you want <laughs> <laughs> There's
4: a lot of fun to, uh, to get with this You know Oh indeed indeed oh, yeah. You could just tell me It's gonna
3: happen In the ninth episode but he's going to get hit Every episode before that
6: Yeah <laughs> want
4: to make sure That we keep the guy interested you Exactly know. You know
3: it's it's just like uh, First
6: episode I'm going to walk past as an officer And the girl's going to be Explaining something to, to the squad And she's going to be Waving her helmet And then Just as I walk by Poof I, I get in the face I'm going to be The comic relief Of that series You certainly there. have
4: The face for it <laughs> Don't
0: worry Steph I'll make sure you get Hit with plenty of helmets oh, Thank
5: you <laughs> Sorry <Steph>. That's okay <laughs> All right. So, so, so you're saying that you're going to be the comic relief? Yeah. So can I call you Jar Jar? Oh, that's just wrong. <laughs> hey, you, you already have the eyes.
6: <laughs> <laughs> and I already have the eyes, apparently. Yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> it's the look. So <laughs> <laughs> of emptiness. Anyway.
0: Uh, I don't even need to say he anything want the anymore. Ears. I'll, I'll have. I'll have to
6: carve <laughs> myself some floppy ears. Oh, you can just grow something. your hair long again. We'll make you I want. can grow my hair long again. You know, it's. That's that. That's one thing. Uh, well, well, I think we're gonna we're gonna hand it on this. Uh, we're actually gonna go listen to the uh, third episode that I got, uh, "Rebel Terrorists," from the uh, different point of view uh, by Kevin O'Connor. And again, this has nothing to do with the Troopers upcoming project. Thank you very much, you guys, for being here tonight. Uh, of course, you're gonna stay in, stu- in studio till the end of the show because we're gonna be raffling the uh, the wonderful. Uh, Blasters. Yeah. I just did an update on the so Super Bowl. And the yeah. winner is and the winner is us. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, definitely me.
7: Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs>
6: All right. Well, we're gonna go Whoa listen wait, to hold that. Hold on. we we Got to do Super Bowl. Do we'll do it after. Camera? Okay. Bye. So we're gonna we're gonna Gosh. we're gonna finish that interview on this note, and we'll be right back on Star Wars on Direct, yeah. the voice of Star Wars fandom. Yeah.
2: What I told you was true, from a certain point of view. A certain point of view? I'd like to take some time this week to shed a little light on what's been blatantly obvious to me for years. The Rebel Alliance are a terrorist organization, plain and simple. Let's aim our scopes on the facts, shall we? Luke Skywalker. Skywalker was brought into the Rebel Alliance by means of deceit by Obi-Wan Kenobi, a much revered religious figure in the Rebellion, who had a penchant for chopping off people's arms. In the long run, Skywalker eventually spread this deceit from attempting to recruit Jabba the Hutt, a known gangster, into the Rebellion, and all the way up the Imperial chain, manipulating Lord Vader himself to assassinate Emperor Palpatine. General Han Solo. Imperial naval officer turned traitor before becoming one of the galaxy's most wanted drug smugglers. That's right, he was a drug smuggler. What do you think spice is? It ain't oregano, brother, and it ain't pleasant. It's used by huts to torture people, and I don't even want to go into how this vile stuff is produced. He's a criminal thug of the worst kind. Moving on the Death Star plans, stolen technology on a galactic security threat level. If we used a color code system to indicate the level of this threat, it would be plaid, brother. The plans the droids carried were stolen by Bothan spies posing as janitors, who then delivered them to the Rebel Alliance whose sole purpose was to analyze these plans to find a weakness in the station to destroy it and all persons aboard, combatant and non-combatant alike, with no regret whatsoever about the lives they took for their self-righteous cause. The Ewoks. The inhabitants of the fourth moon of Endor aren't bad. Not by a long shot. In fact, the Empire lived in peace on their planet for quite a while. Hey, you have any idea how long it takes to build a space station the size of a small moon? Things were fine right up until the Rebels showed up and dragged the non-combatant Ewok civilians to their fight by means of, that's right kids, deception. Let's also take into account just how little consideration the Rebellion had for these Ewoks. Have you ever blown up a small moon that's so close to a planet that you can see it explode? No, you haven't, but the Rebellion did. And when you cause something that big to literally explode so close to a planet's surface there is bound to be some destruction. And I mean full-blown, ecosystem-altering, atmosphere-burning, planet-wasting destruction. The Ewok were murdered by the Rebellion simply because they were convenient. Oh well, they weren't really part of the Rebellion anyway. Just some savage dupes they conned into dying for them because their babe gave an Ewok a cracker. And you people call us the bad guys? I'm TD-0013, and this has been A Different Point of View. The following
5: has been a presentation of A Different Point of View. All rights reserved. The opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect those of the Empire or its subsidiary systems.
0: www.dragonpage.com
6: And welcome back to Star Wars on the Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. And uh, during the uh, short last break, we were talking with a nice crew of... Uh, of the Troopers, the other side of the story fan film, which is about to be in production in a couple of months and, well you know what we got some great raffle prize here tonight not only do we have three tickets to the Star Wars screening here in Montreal that uh, I'll be awaiting your emails this week you have until Wednesday to send in your emails, so if you listen to the podcast, well you can still have a chance to win, but because we cherish our listeners, and we cherish our listeners who are actually in the chat room with us every weekend, we're going to raffle two E-11, that's right, blaster rifles, props from the movie troopers. So they're in condition, they haven't been used, although they d- they look a little dirty, but that's <laughs> basically for the movie. You know, it's battle damage. That's, uh, that's the basic uh, idea. And uh, we've got two... Um, We got we got two two people in the chat room right now, who have been selected during the break through uh, mind raffle. We had the guys choose different numbers, and it just happened to be their position in the chat. So we have this guy and that guy, Brian. That's right. Yep. Him and him. Yep. So we have Kaki 171, who is winning uh, one of the blaster rifles, and E5 E5150. who is not registered right now but I'm sure will he's be by the, next uh, week. He's on the message boards. It's Oh, it's Lucio. Hi Lucio. <laughs> How you doing? We're looking into that problem of yours. Uh, I already fixed it. Thank you, Brian. Good job. Let me shake your hand on that. Thank you. And uh so we have Ilya Wanda and uh Kaki177. Who's Kaki? I, I know I know him. I know he's he's here Dimitri. every week. It's it's oh. Noel? No, it's Dimitri?
3: I I, I. Uh, I don't know. Ah, it's confusing me, Sebastian.
6: It's Noel, so <laughs> I think it's Noel. So uh, Noel and uh, Lucio, congratulations to you both for uh, winning the blasters. Uh, thank you very much again f- to uh, the guys for uh, bringing them in for for raffling.
5: It's a pleasure. Was it mentioned that those are not hero props? They're like the ones for the for the background sh- shots. They're nope. good for trooping, for picture taking, and they look really Yeah, good they, on the they wall. look awesome.
6: As we were saying I earlier, like you could plan. rob a, a, a store with them, yeah, you know? It, it took <laughs> their
5: the, the place of choice in my lightsaber wall at home, so. <laughs> <I really laughs> but
6: like I'm the sure one. there's plenty more coming to for you guys, and yeah. right now I got Audrey and Brian in a yeah, blaster match. And
5: oh, I'm going to shoot you. They're, <laughs> they're, they're well weathered <laughs> uh, in
6: this
7: you shoot like Greedo.
6: Oh! oh. There goes 1.4 for Audrey. I sliced
3: your head off last week with my saber. So All I need is
7: an elastic band.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
6: hey Brian, is that is that a little blue, blue bruise <laughs> on your forehead there from the elastic band from last week? <laughs> Which was totally accidental, I want to remind everyone. <laughs> All right. Well, uh I guess uh I guess that's pretty much it. That, that little raffle is uh The the end of the show, guys But just before we go Brian, I think you've got some information for our listeners Who have been listening to us And they haven't been watching the Super Bowl So, for those of you who did that Thank you very much For those of you who actually got the incredible Raffle prizes, congratulations And right now Pittsburgh is winning by Four points
3: Over (sighs) And they are in the third
6: quarter They're, They're in the third quarter and uh, Seattle have the ball right now, so I'm sure they're gonna pin them, and so Seattle's gonna win. I think
3: Seattle just Seattle just scored a touchdown.
6: Did they? Yeah. So they're 17 to 14 now.
3: No, no, no. Did no, no. uh, they, they just recently?
6: Oh, they just recently did. Yeah, because yeah. they were at
3: three like a second. There's, There's still a quarter
6: left, and we're gonna let you go watch it, and you know what? Seattle's gonna win in the end, because that's that's the guy. Is
3: yeah, but uh, the Steelers, they're gonna steal. <laughs> well, great artists feel as you
6: were saying during the break earlier. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, <laughs> we have we have Danny uh, who wants to add two more things to for 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 uh, troopers basically. First of all, he'd like to say that you know he's got an officer in the Star Wars universe, so you could basically take him and play him into your fan film, <laughs> and it's in the right time frame too and uh, he wants to know how much he can pay for one of those blasters. <laughs> <laughs> and the guys are telling, well, we'll talk after the show. <laughs> so then will call you, just be on standby. <laughs> All right, well, thank you everyone for being with us. Uh, next, well, who's in the chat right now with us, Hadri? Uh,
7: um, in the chat right now we have Adalia, we have Adria, we have Koki171, we have you, we have Darth Poff. We have E fifty one fifty. We have Ikasra, Executor, Gambler, myself, Brian, and Danny. Danny and uh, it's not working. <laughs> um, <laughs> Mishka, uh, Sky Lover, Snakes, No Trooper, and Sakatai. All right.
6: So that that is just awesome. Uh, thank you very much for being with us, all of can you.
4: Can we say a special hi to? Uh,
6: sure, sure. Wait a second. We're going to give you the mic. Somehow,
4: eventually. Hi, Mishka.
6: Okay, well, my wife. Oh, hi, oh. hi, Mishka. <laughs> Thank you for listening to your hubby tonight. Uh, the next show will be on Sunday, February twelfth, two thousand six, and uh, now Audrey head ha- is has going to pop up because it's going to be with Troy Denning.
0: Woohoo! And it's going to
6: be the recap of Darkness. Of course, uh, we're going to talk to him about the entire trilogy. I was to write it and the prelude. The fact that it's a prelude to Legacy. That our little discussion we had last week. Now we're going to have with him next week. Of course, if you have any comments about the show or that you would like to make any suggestions for upcoming subjects, please send an email to studio at com, or you can also leave a message on our blog over at starwars.com or our new message boards, which are, of course, on our website. If you would like the show, we suggest that, if you do like the show, sorry, we suggest that you talk about it around yourself. Word to mouth is the best felicity we can have by our listeners. Bring a friend to the next show. <laughs> <laughs> and add our URL to your message board signatures. <laughs> I poked you with the gun. <laughs> Brian's tickling me with the, the, the blasters now. <laughs> and, and one of them will have my DNA on it. <laughs> oh, Anyone
3: want to clone Sebastian? I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe to torture him? What? That
6: sounds
0: just wrong.
5: You're so mean to me. <laughs> I am. I <laughs> know, like Nick's
0: gooey substance. <laughs>
6: oh, yeah, that's it. That's a whole story we're going to keep for in a few months. <laughs> yeah. Uh we'd like to take us we'd like to take a second to take our sponsors, of course, FederationToys.com, Sitclan.net, simple dash whom these lovely gentlemen will be visiting soon, I'm I'm sure, for uh web space to, you know, broadcast their digital uh, project all over the web. Of course, uh, sci fi podcast network at TSFPN.com. Audrey?
7: Yeah, I just wanted to say a quick uh Hello to two new listeners from Australia, to Scott and Tanya. Thank you for joining us tonight.
3: From all over
7: the world. All over the world. From Adelaide. It's
6: like another day.
7: yeah,
6: it's midday
7: it's
6: Monday tomorrow. there. It's tomorrow there. They're tomorrow living day. in
7: our future. <gasps> oh my God! Who won the Super
6: Bowl? Whoa. Quick,
0: quick, quick! quick. Let's <laughs> place the best? No. Who won the Super Bowl?
6: You won't have to
0: pay for the server for months. That's right.
6: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, of course, we want to take a se- <laughs> we want to take a second to thank our, all of our partners in the BloodOnline dot com, Star Wars Aficionados, the best fanzine in UK, PlanetFandom.com, dot Hell to the Fanboys and Girls, where we can also find the first. Uh, the first uh, chapter of Trek Wars The Fury Conflict Aja Drama AnakinAndHisAngel.com Nerf-Urdo-Anonymous.net The largest collections of Star Wars references and actors on the internet Millennium Falcon Galactic Country, We're still keeping collectors on target week after week T-Bone Star Wars Universe The Galactic Senate Message Boards and StarWarsFanWorks.com The home of Star Wars Fan Audio which are all available at StarWarsWithZ.com
3: And also, I'd just like to remind everyone to go vote for us on Podcast Alley. It's very important. It's the beginning of the month. Get us up in there, and and we'll, we'll love you forever. Forever?
6: Forever.
3: Forever. And don't forget... Go put yourself on uh, Frapper because we like to know where our listeners are. It's That's right. Cool. You
6: know, we got James in Dublin and we got a few folks in Belfast as well. We we have folks in Australia, thanks to uh, Audrey, so who is an honorary member, member of the South Australia Fan Force. Congratulations. Let's Frapper. Yay! Yay. <laughs> you like that. I do. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> no, please don't drop your baby <laughs> to clap. <laughs> and of course, all of these links and more are available through our website at. Uh I don't have pretty much nothing to say except that we're going to see you next week, and it's going to be a terrific show. So if you're listening to the podcast and you're not actually registered to the fan to, to the the uh, the whole chat thing, you should definitely go do it during the week because next week you're going to be able to ask your questions to Troy Denning, the author of the Darkness trilogy, a few books in the NGO series, and Audrey's just like, yoopy, yoopy! <laughs> <laughs> yay! Yay! It's been a while since I didn't let a yay out. <laughs> 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 there you go. So, for all of us here at Star Wars On Direct, this is the host, Sebastian, saying, See you next time on Star Wars On Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom.
5: You were listening to Star Wars On Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Be sure to visit www.swonzehek.com for more information about upcoming shows. This show has been brought to you by SimpleNet, webmasters, online gamers or administrators of e-business. At SimpleNet, we will always have a solution to meet your needs.